College Football is on the air, and this is Countdown to Kickoff. We begin each game day with the Tony Harper pregame show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College Football Today on 1230 KHAS. At home for the second straight week, Hastings getting set to take on Briar Cliff here this afternoon at Lloyd Wilson Field. Spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Tony Harper. And coach, uh, looks like a mismatch on paper. You guys coming in at 4-1. and one. They are 0-6 in the season. But this is one of those games you really got to stay focused on and uh, just kind of take care of business, don't we? It really is. And, and, you know, we haven't been in this position for a while. And you can go back the last couple of years, you know, and we talked to the guys a little bit about this throughout the whole week that, hey, we got to focus on ourselves. Don't look at no records. Don't look at any numbers and who they played and who we played and any of this other stuff. Take that stuff and throw it out the window because we haven't earned anything yet. And if we think we have, they're going to beat us because they're a very good, well-coached football team. So we pushed the guys a little bit about just taking care of one snap at a time and doing our job. They've got a uh, first-year head coach, a guy with a lot of uh, Division One experience. He's trying to get the, the job done, changing around a few things up there. I think he's doing a good job. I think he's laid a very good foundation up there. Um, I met Coach Wagner for the first time at the conference meeting. He comes across as a no-nonsense, I ain't going to beat around the bush type of guy, and I respect that. He's got the kids playing hard. You know, I mean, if you look at some of the stats and some different things like that, four of their six losses, they've been within seven points or less at halftime. So that tells me that that's a very well-coached football team, and they're buying into what he's saying. What are they doing? Uh, anything drastically different from what we've been accustomed to with Briarcliff? Um, I, well, I think in the past, you know, Coach Ruthman had to go through a lot of injuries and some different things. So obviously he had to make some changes and some adjustments like that. But uh, offensively, they kind of avoided the injury bug a little bit from that point. Um, so they're running – Running a lot of power football. They got two big backs. They're very big up front. And when I say big, big. And, uh, you know, defensively, what they're doing, they're down to an even front now. They're running a lot of one high stuff and they're just locking up those corners and being very aggressive with their linebackers. Teams that are in games at halftime and, and kind of fade away, that means they don't have a lot of depth. And I think that's the case here, isn't it? I think, the, I think it is. You know, when you, when you dress guys on the road, you, we travel about 56, 58 guys. We're going to, we're going to dress at home about, you know, 80, 90 guys, so you can just kind of hopefully wear guys down like that. But, uh, you know, the thing is, when, you, when you're playing an opponent, it doesn't matter what the who the other opponent is or what their record is, but if you start getting just a little lazy about it and the other team starts believing just a little bit more, well, that belief in these 18- to 22-year-old kids will go a long way. So we got to make sure we focus on ourselves. So Hastings sitting at 4-1 and one on the season, 1-1 one and one now in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. After last week's, uh, I thought a solid win over Concordia, 38-18. I, I was very pleased um, with how the guys came out and rebounded on such a, a tough loss from the previous week, and then obviously losing a day of practice, how they came out with the focus. I mean, it was a defensive game, which we knew it was going to be a defensive game. Concordia's got one of the best defenses in the conference, always does year in and year out, and I thought we were able to match that back and forth in the first half with the defenses, and and then the second half, our offense got on track. We were able to run the football and then be able to throw the ball over the top at times. I think I've said a couple of times already, I like the way the, the way this defense is playing. You're getting turnovers. You were plus two uh, last week or plus three last week, leading the conference in turnover margin. Now it's a plus nine. This kind of reminds me of the defense back a couple of years ago when we went to the playoffs, and that's what we did. We were successful because 
We turned the ball over. Well, I think we're a long ways from comparing this defense to that defense because that defense in 09 was a special group of young men. But I think this defense, if they continue to believe and continue to understand the fits and the responsibilities in their jobs every time, we should be able to expect this type of success every game. And that's something we've we've really talked to the guys about, about raising our standard back to what it used to be. And we got to continue to do that. I think a big difference between this year and in the past is we got some depth. So if a guy has a bad practice on Tuesday or Wednesday, his backup, we're, we may end up starting him on Saturday. And that adds a little bit more credibility and a little bit more ownership to these guys. Give up only 292 yards last week against Concordia, 79 yards on the ground. So that, like we said, that was a, a great effort out of the defense. You know, a lot of people say you can't stop the run with a three-man front, but I think what, what we're seeing now is our guys, Coach Hinchy's doing a very good job with our linebackers. Coach Valentine's doing one heck of a job with our defensive line of – of we're getting a good push. We're reestablishing the line of scrimmage, and with our scheme and how we play, our linebackers aren't sitting on their heels. they got to get and go. And they're starting to understand that there's still times, though, that uh, we still take on too much man and do some of those little things that we kind of got to continue to work on. That's my next question. I was going to say, yeah, I like the way the defense is playing, but I'm sure when you uh, flip it out on Sunday and take a look at all the uh, the little pieces, what what do we have to do to make this defense even better? I'll tell you what, it starts in the back end, to be quite honest with you. I think our front guys, our front six are playing well, but uh, it, it's our secondary. It's especially our safeties. Um, you know, when we play our man-to-man, at times we're getting beat a little bit. we got to take better angles, number one. Number two, we got to be able to keep our eyes on our man. We start to get a little... Uh, I don't want to say looking at the butterflies and stuff, but they get their eyes stuck in the backfield looking at the quarterback and trying to jump routes and some different things like that. So that's what we have to continue to work on. Um, They're getting better, but I think the biggest thing, um, minus the eye discipline, is their technique. If, if If a play determines this type of technique, then that's the technique that we got to be able to do. And at times we get a little sloppy, a little lazy with that, and we got to make sure we focus on it. Offensively, Hastings had a pretty good day as well. Uh, Taj Willingham, again, well over 100 yards, 169 last week. He continues to just keep getting better and better. He had a couple of touchdowns last week. I think the thing with, with Taj is he understands exactly what Coach Head's wanting him to do. Um, I think our offensive line is playing pretty well at the point of attack. There's some times, though, that uh, Concordia was able to get to the point and Taj had to bounce that thing back, or Taj had to use his speed to get to the edge and different things like that. But I think you got to go to the next level as well and look at our wide receivers and see how well they block down down downfield. You know, Taj will get to that second level, but if those guys aren't blocking like they, like Coach Kamara asked him to, then he's going to get tackled for an eight yard gain instead of a fifteen yard gain. So, I think the blocking overall is doing that. We got to make sure we as coaches do a better job of, of splitting the carries, though. That's a lot of carries. Um, he's doing a good job with it, but uh, we need to get some more guys involved. Yeah, Taj Willingham sitting at 110 carries now so far this season. So I was just going to mention, uh, he's been our workhorse, but we've still got half of the season yet to go. we got half the season left to go. we got a good guy behind him in Travis Agaga who who we need to get the ball in his hands a little bit more. And then Mark Zexer's had some pretty good days um, on the practice field, so we got to continue to improve. But uh, I think a lot of the difference has to do with the quarterback play. Um, you know, when you have that quarterback that can pull the ball on the read option and all those different things, that adds a little bit different of a dimension. It's now a one-on-one thing, and I think Taj and Anthony are pretty good when it's a one-on-one situation. What about Mark Zexter? Will we see him a little bit more here in the second half of the season? If he continues to improve, yes. I mean, he's got – I'll tell you what. Um, you know, he don't say boo. He don't say nothing. He doesn't speak. He just goes out there and he does his job, and I respect that. You know, a lot of times you don't get that from a young pup, and, and Mark's done a good job of keeping his head down just doing the work. But when you, I think we got three backs that, that can – 
pretty much carry the football if needed. And uh, there is a possibility that you might see him later on as the season progresses. In time of possession last week, you guys had the ball 40 <laughs> minutes out of a, what, 60-minute game. You had it for uh, 40 minutes last week. I, I couldn't believe it. We sat down as his coaching staff on Sunday, and we were going through some stats. And I got down to that part, and I just had to stop the staff meeting. I go, are, are you kidding me right now? And, and the coaches are looking at me thinking they're going to get yelled at or something. I go, guys, you had the ball for 40 minutes plus offensively and defensively. We only were on the field for about 19 minutes and change. I go, that that's how you're a successful football program. That tells me that we can put drives together, number one, offensive. And that tells me defensively we can get three and outs and get that ball back to the offense. So it kind of goes back to the old adage, your turnovers – you got to get them defensively. You got to not do the do them offensively. You got to have great third down conversions on both sides of football, and you got to have a good red zone offense, red zone defense. And now you got to add the time of possession because that just that that will demoralize and wear guys out. So Houston's uh, winning last week, thirty-eight to eighteen over uh, Concordia. We get hosed on the uh, special teams player of the week though last week. <laughs> Alex Stogdall, our, our punter, if you missed it last week. He hit a couple of field goals. He ran a fake punt for seven yards for a first down. Had four tackles on the punt return team and also had a uh, a punt for 41 yards. And he gets hosed. He's not the special teams player of the week. We, we did our players of the game on Sunday as a team meeting. That's what we do all the time. And we gave it to Austin Bredding on the defensive side of the football. And, and we had to stop it. And we go, now listen here, Bredding, congratulations on your award. But just so you know, our kicker had as many tackles as you did. So, uh, But Stocks is playing pretty well. We just got to keep that up. Okay, we'll take a break. Come back as we inch closer to game time here this afternoon. Hastings and the uh, Briarcliff Chargers as we continue on 1230 KHAS. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor. And so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town. And Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think... Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back with the coach as we get ready to play football here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex, another Great Plains Athletic Conference game with Briar Cliff, the team from Sioux City, in here this afternoon. A couple of other things we want to bring up. Uh, let's talk about kick returns and uh, punt returns. As far as we are concerned, first of all, then we'll go to the opposition. Our kick returns, punt returns, we're, we're dead last in the conference. What are we doing? I know we had a couple of guys, uh, different guys back there last week. I think with kick returns, um, you know, Concordia has a very good kicker, number one. And, and that that hurt us. I think every single one was either a touchback or, or out of the back of the end zone. But I think on the flip side, when you look at it, we're not getting as many opportunities as we have in the past. You know, our defense is playing a little bit better, um, so we just don't get as many opportunities. And I think that's kind of where you look at it from that point. Um, and then if, with our punt return, we're basically – we're one or two guys missed tackles away. I think Anthony Murray is pretty special with the balls in hand. He's got to learn to tuck that thing away. But 
I think we're getting a little bit better. What we're not, what we're not doing on either side of that is we're not maintaining our blocks, like especially on punt return. We got to be able to get into our guys and just badger pester them on that near hip to widen them out. So Anthony or whoever the return guy is this week can take that thing and get up the middle right now. But uh, those are things that we got to continue to work on. On the other side, Concordia gets uh, seven returns last week. They average about 35 yards uh, per return. Obviously, the that part of the program needs to uh, – there's something missing there. Our kickoff, te- our kickoff team was terrible last week. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. You know, we were we were not getting into our fits. We were not understanding and reading the plays. Now, the first time that we kicked off at the beginning of the game, they did a little reverse. Those things happen. I thought we actually covered the reverse not too bad. The second kickoff that they had, or second kickoff return that they had, we were able to get down and converge. What happened is the game progressed. They started going to our sideline. They started doubling our guy out. And what we did a poor job of as coaches, and this falls especially on me because I work with that unit. We didn't take on the double team properly, and we didn't avoid butt side and get across face like we should have. And those are drills that we worked a lot of this week. And I think, you know, again, hindsight 2020, looking at it, it's it's my fault, our fault, that we didn't drill this accordingly, and we kind of took it for granted um, earlier in the season. But we got there's no reason Alex Stogdale, as much as I love the kid, there's no reason he should have four tackles. We should be able to converge down there, and we got to do a lot better job um, throughout this season for our kickoff cover. You like it when I bang you on special teams, don't you? Hey, not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's uh, Briar Cliff here today, a team that is 0-6 on the season, 0-3 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. You mentioned a little while ago, this is a team that's uh, been in a lot of football games this year, and they're they're just looking for that first big break to maybe uh, change their season around. They, they really are. I mean, you look, you look at their last game against Doan. That thing was back and forth in the first half. You, you look at uh, they had the lead against Northwestern when they played about three weeks ago. I mean, they're right there in, in every single game. They took Dakota State, who beat Dakota Wesleyan down at the wire, early in the season so this is a very talented football team that is they continue to stay close enough to in striking distance that they're going to get a little bit more confidence a little bit more confidence so what we told the guys is one snap and you got to move on to that next play you can't look across the line you can't get into all this talk and stuff you got to do your job and then you got to reload because you can't worry about what somebody else is doing you can't worry about the call regardless if it was a blown call or not you can't worry about offensively if we score a touchdown or if we turn it over defensively you can't worry about if we give up a touchdown or we score a touchdown we got to be able to put that thing behind us and move on to the next play what about to Brian Cliff will start on offense first of all you like their quarterback and Chance Barlow I really do I mean I tell you what you know obviously Dylan Turner is the returning conference player of the year at Dakota Wesleyan but if you watch this kid I mean he's a very solid football player and the thing that kind of separates him from some of the guys that we've seen so far is he can kind of throw he can throw the football he can run the football um but i think the biggest thing is he avoids pressure kind of like um a Roethlisberger or a Brady point they're not going to burn you but he's just going to avoid that pressure. He's going to sidestep. He's going to step up in the box. He's always keeping his eyes downfield. So we got to make sure, one, when he starts to scramble and roll out, we have the right fits and who's forcing that at number one. And number two, we don't think as a secondary, we got to come up and make that tackle. No, it's scramble drill. We got to stay with the guy. But he's a very, very good football player. They have two very good uh, running backs. They're bigger. They're physical guys than what we've seen here for a while. So we got to make sure we tackle them. They run a lot of power. Uh, they're big up front. They got a couple kids on the edge too that can stretch the field vertical. They got a tight end who played defensive end last year for him, number eighty-one. He's a physical guy. They do a very good job of getting him the ball on drags and things like that. So um, our defense better. We're going to get tested a lot today. 
And we mentioned it before uh, we went on. I think they're much improved over last year on that side of the ball. I really do. I mean, again, when you have as many injuries as they had last year, I mean, you know, I talked to their head coach last year before the game. He was just going through it. I'm like, man, that's a lot of guys. But anytime you can kind of avoid that injury bug, and at this point in the year, we've all got them. We've all lost a guy here or there. we got some guys banged up, what have you. But Anytime you can keep guys and, and be consistent with your starting lineup, that just fuels, you know, consistency in the guys' comfort level. I don't know, the defensive side of the ball, what are they doing over there? They're, they they went back to an even front, their four-man front. They're running a lot more one high instead of two high. Um, I tell you, their inside linebackers are very aggressive to the run. I mean, you know, they are downhill right now. Their corners are going to play a lot of press man-man. And they got a free safety that is very good at, at getting off the hash. He's very good at driving on skinny posts. And, and if you're going across the middle, he's going to hit you. So they're, they're a lot more disciplined on that side of the ball. They got a defensive end that... Looks like he can create some noise. Uh, the Glaros kid, he's got three and a half sacks. He's got five and a half tackles for losses. He's got like 18, 19 tackles, but when he makes a tackle, it's, it's usually a big play. Well, and we're going to have a true test up front. You know, we don't have Farrow today um, because of what happened last weekend. So we're going to have somebody that's new over there at the right tackle position. We got to make sure we communicate. He is a phys- he, that, that young man is a very physical football player. Even though he may not get the tackle or be in on it, he's going to create some confusion by just how hard he plays. Okay, we'll take a break and come back, get the uh, final word from the coach as we continue on the Tony Harper pregame show after this. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part and then poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. Made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are Ron and Kara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back with the coach sneaking up at game time here this afternoon. Hastings and Briarcliff here this afternoon. You mentioned uh, Farrell not going to play here today. Penalties uh, was an issue last week. 12 penalties on 122 yards, and he kind of got caught up in things right there. And Thus, he's not playing today. Yeah, he did. Um, and, and it's what we talked a lot about to the guys this week. You know, um, we got to keep our head. We got to keep our composure. Um, I think uh, we as a team and we as a coaching staff learned from that game last week and how we have to react and respond to those type of situations. Um, like I said, um, after the game, um, I think uh, Farrell kind of got the raw deal on that one, to be quite honest with you. And, and we've handled it and we've appealed it and we've done what we need to do. But he obviously needs to set uh, for this game. We just got to keep our composure. And we got to understand when you play the game of football or any sport, if you let your emotions get the better of you, something's going to happen, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. But most of the time it's bad because you're out of control. 
it is an emotional football game, but we got to channel our emotions a little bit better, and that starts with me. Yeah, I think we're averaging about 80 yards per ball game in penalties. That's that's probably too many, huh? It, oh, it definitely is, and I don't know how many that averages out per game, um, but I look at it. When you have 12, and when you have as many as we did in the fourth quarter alone last week, that's going to hit you against a good football team. So we got to limit those things down. I mean, I can live with you know, three to five penalties a game because those things are going to happen, whether it's a holding call or a block in the back or something like that. Um, we're, we can we can handle those things, but it's the other things. It's the, as some coaches say, the extracurricular part or the after the whistle part. We we got to be able to stop that and be a little bit more disciplined. And again, that, I I got to do a better job with that. And we might be able to get away with it now, but when we face some tougher teams, it could be a deciding factor. It could, it could. And if you look at the game, the one game that we've lost so far this year, I think there was a couple penalties that uh, um, they didn't cost us the game because not no one play is going to cost you the game or one. You know, one player or one coach, it's a team, it's a team thing. Win, lose, what doesn't matter. But, you know, it was an inopportune time when that penalty happened. So we just got to make sure we stay disciplined. So he's saying he's in a Briar Cliff here this afternoon. How do we attack these guys? Well, number one, special teams, our kickoff cover has to be a lot tighter. I mean, that's the simplest fact. And you know that as well as I do. And you look at the rest of our special teams, our punt return, we got to be able to be a little bit more consistent with that. Um, I think our punt pro. And our kickoff return is very consistent, uh, but we need to take advantage of it when we can flip the field. So kickoff cover, we got to tackle number one. Then you look at the defensive side of the football, we got to make sure we get our checks in quickly. We got to make sure we get three and out. We got to get off the football field. We have to tackle these big backs. Um, and, and then we got to understand when they're going to screen us because they're very, their screen game is good. And we haven't seen a screen game like this so far this year where they work on both sides. So we got to read our keys over there. And then offensively, we have to reestablish the line of scrimmage. We have to be accountable hat for a hat. We have to be able to understand when we get a, a, a twist or anything like that, we got to pass that off. So we got to be make sure we're, we're uh, communicating on that side. These guys give up a, a lot of sacks so far. They've got to 18 sacks given up on the opposite side of the ball. Do we come a lot, with a lot more pressure today and, and try to make the guy have happy feet back there? You know, we're just going to kind of see how the game plays out early on in the first quarter. Um, you know, fortunately, we haven't had to bring a lot of pressure uh, this year. When we do, we get locked up in man-to-man, and that's, you know, that's not really our strength at the safety position right now from that point. So we might bring one. We don't see expect to bring two or three like we have in the past right now. Um, but again, with the big line like they got in, in our smaller type of guys, we might have to bring an extra hat just to overload one side or the other. So he sings in the Briar Cliff here this afternoon. Well, we can get to uh, five and one and two and one of the conference. Uh, things looking good. Got things uh, rolling along here. We just got to keep focusing on the one play. I know what you're trying to do right now, but we got to make sure we focus on our job and we got to come out and play every snap today. Okay, we'll see you afterwards. Thank you, Tony Harper, head man for Hastings College. Stick around. We got this scouting report coming up next with Briar Cliff head coach Dennis Wagner, and then it's Hastings College football. Hastings and Briar Cliff today on 12:30 KHAS. The Tony Harper Pregame Show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the best place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is Hastings' only independent family medicine clinic dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. We're your family's home for health care at 1021 West 14th, supporting Hastings College and all area student-athletes. 
Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. It's time now for the KHAS Scouting Report, a pregame chat with today's opposing coach. And good afternoon. Welcome to the Scouting Report here on 1230 KHAS as we get you sent for Hastings College and Briarcliff here this afternoon. Spent a couple of minutes with Briarcliff head coach Dennis Wagner. Coach, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me on. You've got an impressive resume spending time at what Western Carolina, at Liberty, at Nebraska, and also at Fresno State. What led you to Briarcliff this year? Well, all of our family uh, lives back in Iowa, my wife's side of the family and mine, and uh, we just thought it was a good situation to get close to family and to go back to a program that uh, you know has had not had success that we could hop, hopefully uh, change the culture here at Briarcliff. Kind of a uh, rough start for you so far this year, still uh, 0-6. Talk about uh, the start of the season for you. Well, we're not, uh, we weren't concerned. I mean, obviously we want to win every game, but, uh, we knew coming in, we got the job almost, uh, March 1st. It was the last week in February. And, uh, our job is to come in here and <clears throat> really reconstruct this and then teach the players that, uh, you know, being part of a football program, there has to be structure and discipline. And, uh, you know, we're building it from the ground level up. And so we, have, we know that, uh, you know, maybe baby steps the first year, but, you know, we want to get things established for the future. Like I said, you guys are sitting at 0-6, but you've been in a, a lot of football games this year. Is depth just uh, the issue on this team or what? Yeah, depth is really a concern of ours. You know, we came here, that we inherited uh, about 40 guys and brought 40 of our own guys in. Um, you know, we've had, uh, you know, I think our roster size right now is 72, and out of that there's about almost 20 seniors, so... Uh, it's you know we feel like our our first recruiting class is really going to be this year because we got such a late start last year, and um, you know the kids that are here now they want to win now. So what we've talked about is uh, taking one game at a time and you know try to improve upon the things that we don't do well, and we've gotten better at some things, and some things are still haunting us that we've got to improve on. Like I said, you've been in a lot of football games, so that's uh, that's going to be encouraging at least <laughs> until halftime. You've been in some games. Yeah, our players haven't quit on us, that's for sure. Um, you know, they continue to play hard. We've just, uh, the first five games, we really struggled on special teams. We gave up an average of two touchdowns a game on special teams, and third down has been a problem for us on both sides of the ball, uh, getting off the field on defense and staying on the field on offense. So we've got to become efficient on third down and continue to grow on special teams. We know what Briarcliff has done in the past. Uh, Coach, what's your philosophy? What are we going to see offensively and defensively out of your guys this year? Uh, defensively, we're trying to you know, just play a 4-3 and keep things in front of us. Uh, you know, We are really young up front, and so sometimes to get pressure, we've got to bring extra linebackers, but we don't want to put our secondary in a bind. And so we're trying to just play base defense and uh, you know keep things in front of us, try to get some turnovers, which we haven't been able to generate. I think that's going to be the key this these last five games is getting some turnovers on defense and then offensively, um, you know, everybody wants to be balanced, uh, but we've had some issues at quarterback. Obviously, uh, we lost our first two guys 
uh, at the beginning of the season. And that, uh, you know, so we played from game uh, two on with three and four. And, um, you know, they're learning as they go. Our two running backs are, are playing pretty well. Uh, we're running the ball, you know, good. And I wouldn't say great, but uh, people are loading up the box to take that away. we got to be able to throw the football. Coach, much improved offensively from what we saw out of Briarcliff uh, in recent years. Last year, they... They averaged eight points in about 187 yards per ball game this year, sitting at uh, 24 points in, in 351 yards. So you're doing some nice things uh, on offense. Well, I appreciate that. But in this league, as you know, that's not enough. Uh, you know, and that's one thing I've learned early in the GPAC is that uh, if you're not putting up 400 yards and 40 points, you're probably not in the game because that's the highest scoring offenses in this league and defenses that bend but don't break. Uh, and so we've got to – increase our offensive uh, output and uh, slow people down a little better on defense. So that's what we're building for and recruiting and trying to teach the guys that are here that now. And, you know, we're just going to keep working hard and hope the rewards pay off somewhere along the line here this year and get us some wins and, you know, build that for the future. Let's talk about your quarterback situation, Coach. Uh, you mentioned down to your, your basically your third Stringer in there now, right now at Chance Barlow. Talk about him as a quarterback. Uh, what's he do well for you? Well, Chance is a guy that can run the ball or throw it. Um, you know, he's probably a better runner than a thrower. We've tried to groom him to, to throw the ball, but uh, you know, it's just one of those things where if things aren't there. He has the legs to get you out of trouble sometimes, and he gives you the option to run the ball with the quarterback. And uh, so he brings some things to the table for us. But then we go to our fourth guy. He's more of a pure drop back guy. And we've used both, and so we kind of have to switch styles as we go throughout. If, uh, if there's a situation, Chance got a concussion himself and was uh, down in game three, or excuse me, down in game four, so we went with the number four guy. And so we've just really not been able to be as consistent on offense and do the things we want to do. But, again, we're uh, trying to adapt to our players until we get enough uh, people here with our depth to, to do what we need to do. You mentioned your uh, rushing attack as well. You got a couple of good running backs in there. Uh, what Noah Yolagan is one, and Kawani Johnson the other one, carrying most of the load for you, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, right now we've relied on the running game, and teams know that they've been loading the box up, and we're still able to run the ball fairly well. But uh, if we can throw the ball over the top of some people's heads and, and make some people back out of the box, it's just going to make our running game that much better. Coach, talk about uh, the defense. Who are the guys making a noise on that side of the ball? To be honest with you, we really. Uh, had one guy that's really stood out. Um, you know, I think that uh, I think I would say that Markel Roby has been a standout for us. We played him at safety. We played him at linebacker. He leads our team in tackles, and he's kind of a multi-purpose guy. Uh, we're very young up front, like we said. There's still guys that are, are learning as they go. Uh, it's really been more of a, a group thing. I would say that uh, Roby's the only guy that really has stood out at this point. That would be a you know, a possible all-conference guy. Okay, we'll take a break and talk about uh, today's matchup with Hastings College as our scouting report continues after this. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. Back with Briarcliff head coach Dennis Wagner as we get sent for Hastings College football 
here this afternoon. Coach, you've had a chance to uh, take a peek at Hastings College. What impresses you most about their team? Well, they're very disciplined. Uh, you know, on defense, they do some good things. I believe they're leading the league in defense now. Um, they really tighten up when you get down inside the 30-yard line. Uh, they've been very efficient down in the red zone. and uh, Offensively, they do a good job of keeping the ball but scoring points, and so it keeps their defense off the field and keeps those guys fresh. Bunch of talented uh, wide receivers on offense for Hastings. They've got a, uh, a good running uh, game, plus they've got a, a dual-threat type of a quarterback, and they're kind of tough to handle defensively, isn't it? No, there's no question, but uh, in this league, I think that's about the way everybody is. Um, at least the teams we've played to this point all have dual threat quarterbacks, and um, you know they throw it, run it evenly, and kind of take advantage of what you give them. Um, you know, but there's we told our players this is the most um, skilled team that we've played to this point this season as far as the wideouts and the running back and the quarterback. Those guys are very good players. Coach, what are you telling your guys? Uh, how do you come out of here with a, a win here this afternoon? Well, we have to be. As I said, we have to be efficient on third down on defense and offense. Can't have any penalty. Um, problems on special teams and I think you know we're gonna need uh, we're gonna need some big plays and uh, be able to throw the football against them to help ourselves run the ball better um, you know for us at this point we're the type of football team that we just can't make mistakes so we got to put all three phases together to be successful your first trip uh, through the Great Plains Athletic Conference as the head coach what are your basic impressions out of the conference so far the great league um, I knew that coming in I guess I didn't uh, really uh, as we set our goals offensively, we set our goals a little lower than than what we need to for the future. Because as I said, I think you've got to you've got to score uh, forty points a game to stay in it. And um, you know, offensively, you look at the top ten teams in the country in offense and the NAI, and they're all over five five hundred yards. Most teams in our league are you know in that four thirty and above on offense. So you've got to you got to be a high-powered offense and be a defense that's willing to bend a little bit but be tough in the red zone. Coach, like we said, uh, when we started, you've got some Division One experience. How does uh, coaching at maybe some of those Division One schools different from uh, what what you're doing right now at uh, Briarcliff? Well, obviously, as a coach and a staff, you, uh, you wear a lot of hats. There's a lot of things you do that uh, you don't have to do at Division One because of the manpower and the and the budgets, but, um, you know, we've done a lot of things here to improve at Briarcliff. We've moved our, you know, home field to Memorial Stadium in Sioux City, so we're back in town and putting new turf in. We're going to be redoing the uh, locker rooms and concession stand, and so that's a benefit for us. And they used to practice over in South Sioux City, Nebraska, at the YMCA fields, and now we're on campus. We built two new fields there with uh, filming towers, and so the schools made the commitment to uh, help us with facilities, and now... We've got to do a great job with recruiting and with the results on the field. Like I said, it's probably a baby steps, and you got your your first recruiting class coming up, so you can uh, maybe get started with uh, recruiting you guys. Well, we're uh, you know we're certainly in the market for a lot of players. We're going to be able to build a JV schedule, and when you have seventy people on the roster, you can't play JV games. I think that's very important to build depth at this level. Uh, so, you know, our goal this year is to bring in a big class so that we can play JV games next year and develop our young guys while our varsity players are are handling the varsity schedule and we don't have to worry about uh, injuries and that type of thing. When you have 70 players, it doesn't take very long to get down to 60 with some little, you know, nagging injuries and that type of thing. So it's very important for us to have a great year recruiting. 
All right, Coach, thanks for spending some time with us here this afternoon, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. We appreciate it. Thank you. That's uh, Dennis Wagner. He's the head coach of Briarcliff University. We've got Hastings College football coming up next. Hastings College and Briarcliff today on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Hastings College play-by-play is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. What would the world look like if it was filled with Hastings College alumni in every field of endeavor? Frankly, that's a trick question because there are Hastings College alumni filling important positions from Ireland to China, Omaha to Kazakhstan. Many are still in touch. We're asking you to stay in touch. Support Hastings College. Log on to Hastings.edu and click on the Alumni Friends and Giving link. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for healthcare. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field here this afternoon. Hastings College football on 1230 KHAS. As the 24th-ranked Broncos take on the Chargers out of Briarcliff, team coming in here out of Sioux City, Iowa. I'm Mike Will. I call the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. Hastings coming in, a record of four wins and one loss on the season. Broncos are sitting at 1-1 one and one in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Winning last week over Concordia here at home by the score of 38-18. to They'll be playing a team today that is 0-6 on the season. They are 0-3 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Briarcliff coming off of a 39-10 loss to Doan one week ago. Weather-wise, picture perfect here this afternoon in Hastings after a, a stormy night. We've got a mostly sunny sky today. Temperature is sitting at 65 degrees. Winds will be bowling out of the west-southwest at about 9 miles per hour and Jimmy, it's uh, like 180 degrees out of phase from what we had uh, last night with the torrential downpours for the high school football games. We've got a great day here this afternoon in Hastings. I think a good matchup between Hastings and Briarcliff. I tell you what, unbelievable how the weather can change in uh, just a few hours. Coming home last night from Albion, I I wasn't sure you were going to make her without uh, getting us home in a boat. It was uh, wipers on high from the time we left Albion all the way back into the uh, to the Grand Island area before it started letting up. But, yeah, just a gorgeous, picture-perfect day. A couple of 
High spotty clouds, going to be uh, sunshine all day here, so a great day for football. But you talk about the matchup at Ham, you look at it, uh, first thing you do uh, when you open up the, the record books, you say, well, this ought to be a, a real mismatch because of the way Hastings has been playing and uh, the way uh, Briar Cliff's record shapes up, and you look at some of the scores. But this is a team, we've done this long enough, this is a team that we have, for some reason, had a tough time getting out in front of very quickly and maintaining a lead without letting them crawl back into it. I can remember back in the Paul Merkowitz days in Sioux City doing a couple of games up there where they were able to score one game. They scored on the last play of the game, but we allow them to hang around. We've played in the Vermilion Dome where uh, Briarcliff has played some home games in the past uh, couple of years, and we just can't get over the hump against this team. You let them hang around. They've got some playmakers. You look at their roster, they are laced with a bunch of guys from out of state, California, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, you name it. They're from all over, and this is a bunch of uh, gifted athletes. I mean, they uh, first-year head coach, Dennis uh, Wagner, he's trying to turn this program around. All of his coaches are first-year uh, coaches in. They've got some Division One experience. One of their uh, defensive secondary coaches actually started as a defensive back at the University of Nebraska, and Wagner was a coach at the University of Nebraska. So they've got the talent. They've got the coaches. Wagner uh, trying to turn this program around, and uh, it's a, it's tough going, but as he mentioned in your pregame show, it is a tough job to do that in this GFAC conference. Hastings has won officially the last eight games in a row, but uh, really – uh, the last three, and like you mentioned, Hastings has had a tough time. In fact, four of the last five games have been decided by 13 points or fewer. The only exception is uh, last year when Hastings beat this team 35-6, to but it was 44-31 in 2015 and 59-46 to in 2014. Briarcliff actually beat us in 2013, but all of a sudden it comes up on our, our schedule this week that Hastings won by a forfeit. I asked uh, Tony about that, and it came down just this week. Back in 2013, Briarcliff beat Hastings. However, they had an ineligible player, and they just decided this week, four years later, that uh, they had an ineligible player. So Briarcliff had to surrender a couple of games that that player played in. One of them was the 2013 win by Briarcliff over Hastings. So Briarcliff really officially has not won in this series since 2008. And you mentioned it. It was that game up in Sioux City when they scored in the last play of the game, 25-24. to 24, They threw a touchdown pass. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Four years later, the NAIA makes a decision on a game in 2013, and they award Hastings the victory. Uh, so really, we have not lost to Briarcliff officially, so to speak, since 2008. I tell you what, I will be able to go to bed tonight and be able to get a lot of sleep because I was worried about that game. They had not come down with a ruling. Are you kidding me? It took them that long to come down with that ruling. What what did our record end up that year? I uh, Memory would uh, escape me. Did that keep us out of the playoffs? No, it did not. No, I didn't think so. That was probably not uh, one of our better years. But, yeah, that's weird that uh, it would take that long to uh, come down with a ruling. But, again, this is a, a team – you look at their, uh, their their numbers coming in. They've had about five different guys throw the football around. They'll have a couple of guys in there today. When you try to keep stats on this team, usually you've got one solid quarterback for a team, and you got a couple running backs. They're laced. They bring in guys all over. They keep them fresh. It almost looks like uh, Tony's defense out there, the way they shuttle guys in and out. So uh, I, I think it's very important for Hastings. They have played really. Let's get to Hastings here for a minute. They played very, very well. They sh- probably should not have lost that game in Vermilion against Dakota Wesleyan. They played so well in that game and just came down to the end of the game, and they lost on 
a last-second field goal. Since they have played uh, really good football all season long, last week got out to a tremendous start, took the opening drive down, never looked back. They uh, they dominated in uh, that game last week against Concordia, and I think that's crucial today to come out here, get on top of this Briarcliff team, and try to build a lead possibly getting some of the youngsters in here to get them some, some significant playing time. It'll be a bonus because, as we know, injuries can pop up. We've already seen it now this week in practice. Injuries can come up and be a, a little bit of a spooky situation, and you want to try to get as many youngsters in there to get them reps in actual game-time speed as you're going on down the road. But the Hastings so far playing very well at a 4-1 and record. A couple of personnel uh, problems for Hastings today. Farrell Mileo will not play at a right tackle. He's the guy that dis- he got disqualified from the game last week with a couple of unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. So the ruling is he's got to sit out one game. So today is going to be the game. Farrell Milio will not play at right tackle today. His spot will be taken by Kervin Brown, who's a big 290-pound senior out of San Antonio, Texas. Also, a Tyler Kennedy will not play today as a linebacker. He's our number one tackler on the season. And uh, he is out with an injury that he suffered this week in practice. So Zach Parmeter is uh, scheduled to step in his place at uh, one of the inside linebacker spots. We mentioned uh, Briar Cliff as uh, they have lost six games here. But they lost uh, last week to Doan 39-10. And they were in the ball game with uh, Northwestern 63-26. Doesn't sound like they were in the game, but they had the lead. Their problem has been basically in, in the second half. They've been outscored 96-49 to in the second half of their, their games, their last five ball games. So that really, it goes back to depth. You look at the roster, they've got a roster of about uh, maybe 60, 60 guys. Hastings has a roster of about 130 to 135, and they'll probably dress about 90 here today. So it really comes down to depth, and that's why they're getting outscored in the second half. Well, it does. They, uh, they just can't keep players fresh. They're out there all game long just banging and beating on the opponent, and it makes it very tough. This defense giving up nearly 600 yards. Of total offense, you look at the Hastings offense against this defense. Hastings going uh, over uh, 430 yards of total offense. So, again, I, I think uh, you, you can look at some guys today that potentially could have some huge games, Taj Willingham. Uh, but you wonder, you look at these games, and if you get out in front, how much you're actually going to see some of these starters. I don't think it's really necessary to keep a Taj or, uh, or an Anthony Cloyd or, or many of your key uh, skilled players in there a tremendous amount of time if you would happen to get on top of this football team. But first things first, got to get the game started. Hastings has to come out a-blazing on fire and take charge of this football game right from the get-go. You mentioned uh, Taj Willingham, and I had a conversation with Tony about that uh, this week. Taj Willingham has 110 carries already this season. And what are we? We're five games into the season, and he's uh, talked to his uh, offensive coordinator and Clint Head. They don't want to work Taj Willingham uh, like they have the past couple of ball games where he's carried the ball 28, 29, 30 times a ball game. Don't expect to see uh, Taj Willingham carry the ball that much today. Expect to see uh, maybe some more uh, time out of Travis Agaga. Could also see the uh, freshman out of Donovan Trumbull, Mark Zexter, in the ball game today. They kind of help uh, carry the load. Taj has got some uh, important ball games coming up. We're going to play some much yeah. tougher teams and some important games coming up. But we want Taj to be as. Uh, 
healthy and as fresh as he can. So don't expect Taj to get to 30 carries here today. Well, exactly. And it's not that Taj can't take the beating. Taj is a very uh, physical individual. It's just you don't need to leave him in there and have something freakish happen. But uh, you, you look ahead. We can. I know Tony says he does, and he knows who he plays. You, you're not kidding me. But uh, they've got some uh, difficult games. That uh, team of Morningside, they uh, still are lurking in the uh, behind the curtain. We'll travel to Sioux Center, Iowa next week for a game against Dort. And Dort is playing some uh, good football, a lot better than what they have in the past years. And so uh, there's uh, there's some tremendous games coming up. There's Midland yet and Doan uh, yet on the schedule. So Hastings got their hands full. But, uh, again, trying to keep guys fresh and healthy is the key word here in this GPAC conference. Feeling good here today, though. I think we take care I, of business. I, I, I really feel good about this. I, I think I told you on the way up last night, we can talk about this. It would be something I'd tell Tony, but he, and he doesn't think so because he's scared, but uh, I think there's a 0% chance that uh, Hastings would go down to DeVete today. It could happen, but we've been able to see Hastings the last few weeks, and they are playing some really good football defensively and offensively. I feel very good about this football team, a lot better than I have the last few years. They uh, they really look solid this year. They got the good, they got the right guys in the right positions. They're playing very well. A 0% chance? 0% chance. Wow. Zero percent chance. Wow. Put it in the bank. When we're done doing the wrap-up, we'll, we'll look at that zero percent. All right. Your starting lines are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings will go with Anthony Cloyd at quarterback again. 5'11", 195, a senior out of Millard South. Anthony Martinez, the H-back, 5'7", 165, a sophomore. Promotion side, California. Taj Willingham, the running back, 5'7", 195, a junior from Glenwood Village, Colorado. The ex-wide receiver, Noah Hausch, 6'4", 205-pound senior out of Lincoln. The Z-wide receiver, Rashad Schamberger, 5'10", 195-pound senior from Woodland Hills, California. The Y-wide receiver, Jordan Johnson, 6'1", 190-pound junior from Spring Valley, California. The center today for Hastings will be Frank Vieira. Six-foot-two, 285-pound junior from Whittier, California. The left guard will be Jacoby Gigax, six-foot-three, 280-pound senior out of Ralston. Blaine Morrow will be your right guard, six-foot-two, 250-pound junior out of Grand Island. Tanner Stock will be your left tackle or right tackle. He'll be at a six-foot, 260-pound senior out of Gretna. And the other tackle in for Farrell Milio will be a Curvin Brown, six-foot-one, 290-pound senior. From San Antonio, Texas. Hastings on defense today. Kendall Oberheide as a down lineman, six foot, 240 pound sophomore from Adams Central. Tyler Parthamer, six foot three, 240, a junior out of Beatrice. Austin Bredding, six foot two, 230, a junior out of Lincoln North Star. The linebackers, Nathan Howell, 5'11, 205, a junior out of Carney Catholic. Zach Parmeter for Tyler Kennedy at inside linebacker. 5'9", 220-pound senior from Smithsville, Missouri. Linebacker Alex Allen, 5'10", 215-pound junior from Grand Island Central Catholic. And Riley Lane, 5'8", 175-pound senior from Scottsdale, Arizona. Out of the defensive secondary for Hastings, Anthony Murray, 5'8", 170, a junior out of Aurora, Colorado. Jacob Tarr, 5'11", 185, a senior from Chaparral, Colorado. Wesley Jardine, 5'10", 205-pound junior from Nebraska Lutheran. And Ross Ostendorf will be the other uh, quarterback, 5'10", 180-pound junior out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. Right now, the playing of the National Anthem as we get set for football today on 1230 KHAS. 
flags at half staff today in memory of the uh, victims of the uh, Las Vegas uh, shooting a week ago. Our thoughts and prayers are certainly with the, the families and those affected in uh, Las Vegas. Given the starting lineups for uh, Briar Cliff here this afternoon, their quarterback is going to be Dylan DeMulray. DeMulray was their starter at the beginning of the season. He has been out since game number one. He was injured, and that's the first ball game of the season. He's had a knee injury since then. He was cleared to play yesterday. So DeMulray is going to be the quarterback today for uh, Briar Cliff. He was 5 out of 18 in that first ball game with uh, only 43 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions before he was injured. So they get one of their quarterbacks back, uh, Dylan DeMulray, a six foot one, 195-pound senior out of Milwaukee, Oregon. Their H-back in this offense will be Rashad Brown, 5 foot 10, 175, a freshman out of Chicago, Illinois. Their running back is going to be Noah Elogan, 5 foot 10, 220-pound junior out of San Diego. Patrick Hall will be the tight end. Six foot five, two fifty, a senior from Sacramento, California. The center today will be Michael McGuire, six foot two, three hundred pound junior from Portland, Oregon. Their left guard will be Miles Langham, five foot ten, two fifty, a sophomore out of Bossier City, Louisiana. And right guard is going to be Kenny Tresvant, six foot five, four hundred and thirty pounds, and a junior from Modesto, California. The right tackle is going to be Doyle Dunham, six foot two, two sixty, a senior from Pasadena, Maryland, and the left tackle Nelson Brockwell, six foot three, two seventy, a junior from Delray Beach, Florida. Briar Cliff on defense. The good one at the defensive end will be Hank Galeros, six foot, two hundred twenty pounds, senior from Stockton, California. He's got three and a half sacks and five and a half tackles for loss out of his eighteen tackles this year. Sterling. A foe is going to be your down lineman, six foot three, two eighty, a freshman from Houston, and Sheldon Edwards, five eight, two ninety, a senior from Fontana, California. The defensive end on the right side, Tyler Wright, six foot two twenty, a junior from Tucson, Arizona. The linebackers in his four three defense, Montique Edwards, six foot two thirty, a junior from Federal Way, Washington. Paterno Hassan, six foot two hundred and ten pound senior from San Diego. And Omar Crawford, 5'10", 190, a freshman from Sarah Land, Alabama. In the defensive secondary, Solomon Joseph, 6'1", 190, a freshman from Everett, Washington. Nate Erickson, 5'10", 175, a senior from Awarden, Iowa. Markel Roby is a good one, 6'195", a freshman from New Orleans. And also uh, Severius Coleman, 6'1", 197, a rather 175-pound senior from Pulaska, Tennessee. Your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So Jimmy, if you're you're making your plans for our post football party that we normally have, please cross off of the list <laughs> Kenny Tresvant, the right guard that we were going to invite from a Briar Cliff. This boy is 430 pounds He's he's not going through our yeah, buffet line. You know, when I do stats during the week, I usually open up the roster on the Internet, and I sit there, and I'll scroll down and kind of checking out the kids because we do recruit, uh, obviously, a lot of Nebraska kids. I like to see what Nebraska kids are on the opposing teams. But as I scroll down, I'm also kind of looking uh, just to see what kind of size they have. And they've got a couple of guys listed that are 
300 pounds, they're nothing. They're nothing. I looked at that and I said, that has got to be a mistake. This guy is absolutely a house. 6'5", 430 pounds. He maybe ought to be looking at Vince McMahon because uh, the big show, some of the big boys in the WWE, he's uh, he's as big as they are. Bigger. Bigger. He is one big dude. He'll be at right guard number 76 for Briarcliff. Keep an eye on him and watch him run out onto the turf here. He's uh, He can move. He's a, he's a big boy out there. He's going to be a, be a load. And he's still growing. Yeah, he's just a kid. Yeah, he's just a junior. He's just so. a junior. He's, I'm sure the I'm sure they're trying to put a few more pounds on him. My goodness, at six foot five, he is uh, an absolute. He he's a monster. Yeah, I'd cross him off of our list. Yeah, we're not inviting him. He'll he'd tear a taco bar apart. All right, it's a team from uh, Sioux City, and so we ran down the uh, starting lineups. There's not a whole lot of uh, local flavor for no. Briar Cliff, and I'm sure that's something that Dennis Wagner is going to try to change, the uh, first-year head coach up there in uh, Sioux City. But there's not a lot of local talent or talent within, uh, boy, a couple of hundred miles of uh, Sioux City as we ran down uh, their roster of uh, Florida, Louisiana, Oregon, California, Maryland, Oklahoma, Illinois, Oregon, California, California, California. That's your offensive starters for Briar Cliff, and in California, Texas, California, Arizona, Alabama, California, Washington, Washington, New Orleans, Tennessee, and an Iowa kid. Yeah, it's it's truly amazing. And uh, when uh, head coach Tom Rettman was there uh, prior to the installation of Dennis Wagner, he was able to get a few Nebraska kids there. But I'm sure with the coaching staff tra- uh, changing, that's one thing you have when you change coaches. Some of the coaches will bring their own recruits and whatnot in, obviously. And if a coach gets removed, they'll simply just transfer or quit the quit the program, finish school. So that's uh, probably the case here. And, yeah, Dennis Wagner has his hands full in uh, Sioux City trying to bring this Briarcliff football team back to, to uh, uh, at least to getting to a 500 season. They have really struggled the last several years. That's what happened. They lost a couple of players, I understand, talking with the uh, folks from Sioux City uh, earlier today. Lost uh, uh, several folks to uh, Dakota State, who's got a pretty good uh, football team here this year. Mentioned that Dennis Wagner, the uh, first-year head coach, that's, that doesn't mean he's a, he's a young pup either. This guy has been around. He was at Wayne State and uh, really uh, brought to the Wayne State Wildcats into uh, in positions to uh, win some championships up there at uh, Wayne He's got some Division One experience. I mentioned he's got some time on the Nebraska staff. I think he was uh, on the Bill Callahan staff back uh, several years ago. He also was on the uh, the Fresno State staff. He was also on the staff at a couple of other places. That uh, I, I can't remember right now, but uh, they they were out there. Uh, one was like Eastern Carolina or yeah. something out there. When, when you Google the university and bring up the coaching staff, and I do that as well, and I knew they had a new coach, and you read about where all he's been, He's uh he's got frequent flyer Myers he, miles he has been all over his uh his resume is very very long with all the uh, teams and universities that he has been with and again we talked about the one guy that played for Nebraska he started uh, out as a defensive back was uh, Titus Brothers he was uh, a defensive back for the University of Nebraska and then transferred his junior year yes I do read down through all the coaching coaching uh, changes but again they're all first uh, first year coaches at uh, at Briarcliff along with uh, Dennis Wagner so. Again, he's got the experience. He's got the coaches that he wants in place. Now it's a matter of just getting the formula and the chemistry all put together, and poof, you start getting some victories. But so far, things have come a little tough 
as Briarcliff uh, starts the season out 0-6. Bronco football today here on 1230 KHIS, brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings, by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, by Family Medical Center of Hastings, by the Hastings Tribune, by Hastings Convenient Care PC, and by the Hastings College Foundation. Well, the coaches aren't really concerned about coaching right now. They're more concerned into the Valentino's Pizza to the left of us. That's what's good about the Hastings College. Press Fox, we have glass to the guys next door. We can see the actions from the uh, uh, visiting coaching staff as they sit right beside us. And you look down at uh, talking about coaching staff. Tony's down there uh, having a word with the officials. He Already in the game. Already, yeah, boy. He And he said he's got to fix that. He's got to fix himself. They uh, obviously, with the loss of Farrell Milio, Farrell even tried to shake things up last week. He started the season at 72, then he went to 52. They thought he he thought he could go incognito, and they still found him, still threw a flag and threw him out of the game last week. And obviously, Tony didn't win that uh, that uh, protest that he was going to uh, do this week. Hastings is number two in the conference, Jimmy, in penalties at 80.2, 80.2 yards per game. And Tony said. Uh, the 12 penalties last week for over 100 yards was way too many. So we'll see if they can get a handle on things here this afternoon. Hastings is going to be dressed in white uniforms here this afternoon, at least the white pants with their crimson tops, and now their their white football helmets. Byron Cliff, they've kind of changed their uh, design up here a little bit. They've got uh, their blue hats. They've got their white jerseys, and then they've got great football pants this year for the first time. Well, and here's one thing I was going to say. Another thing that Hastings has to look out for is the return yards on kickoffs. The last two weeks, we have given up over 200 yards of returns to the visiting teams, and that just can't happen. That's got to be stopped, and uh, Tony, I I know, said he was addressing that situation uh, at this week as Hastings College will kick off. Stoggs will have the tee setting at the 35-yard line. Again, a bright, sunshiny day, and everybody's juiced up, dancing around, and uh, they got the jump-around music going, if you can uh, hear it in our... Uh, yeah, there. Briar Cliff, he's even dancing at the five. Yeah, even the return guys back there are jigging. That's uh, Omar Crawford and uh, Ladarian Bowman. They're getting into things here. Yeah, they're, everybody's getting into her. Again, beautiful day here in Hastings. Thought we was going to have rain about the middle of the week. We had rain up until last night, early morning. We actually had some this morning in the area, but, uh, man, it is beautiful here today. I'm going to get you down on the sidelines, get you shaking around. You've got some moves. I've got a lot to shake around, too. <laughs> I've got a lot to shake around. So Stogdo will tee things up, and it's a shame that he was not the special teams player of the week this week in the GPAC. A, a fake punt last week for a, a first down. He had four tackles on this uh, kickoff return team hit a couple of field goals and what else did he do yeah I well think he, he run he run for a first down yeah. he didn't throw a pass and he didn't receive a pass but we don't need stogs out there making tackles on special teams come on guys get down there and uh, make this and work as stogs kicks it over to the left side and uh, that's not a great start that opening kickoff goes out of bounds had a little trouble with that last week too i think on consecutive kicks he kicked one out of bounds so Briar Cliff is going to get a good field position here. We'll start off at the 35-yard line. Well, yeah, that was a kick. Uh, they were kicking into that strong breeze, and uh, from uh, north to south, one of them went out of bounds on the far side of the field. Then he kicked one out on the right side. There was four kicks there because then there was a penalty. Concordia made a re-kick, so he kind of had to kick the football off four consecutive times. That one there, again, pulls off the left side. They'll put it at the 
near side hash mark the 35-yard line, and here comes the Briarcliff Charger offense. And Kenny Tresvant, the six foot five, four hundred and thirty pound right guard. Look at him out there. He I, I, is all man. Yeah, you can't miss him. No. You can't miss him. The uh, right guard for uh, Briar Clough. So here we go. First play. Dylan the Mulray is the quarterback, the original starter before he was injured. And he fumbled the football in the first snap, and uh, Briar Cliff gets on it. They get back on it here at the uh, 35-yard line. Not a good way to start offensively as they fumble the ball away. Again, DeMolray was just uh, cleared to play this week, so he hasn't had a lot of time now with his uh, first unit. He was injured in the first game of the season early, but on the sidelines, he probably didn't practice much this week, and their first handoff is a miscue there. As they fall back on top of it at the 35-yard line, second down and 10 yards to go. The ball right wants to throw. He throws it to the far side. It's going to be caught for a short pickup to the uh, 37-yard line. So just a two-yard game as the ball is uh, thrown out to the right side. It's Jacob Diaz, the reception there. So a two-yard gain for Byron Cliff on the completed pass. And now it's third down and eight yards to go. Hastings has been very good on the third down on defense as they are number one in the conference, allowing their opponents only 28% conversion ratio. On a third down situations, it's third and eight here. Demol Ray wants to throw across the middle. It's going to be caught and then dropped in and out of the hands of his intended receiver. That's Joe Heinrichs. So three plays and out in this Bronco defense. I've said it, I think, the past couple of weeks. I really like the way this defense is playing. Well, they really are. The secondary is really flying around to the football. The front three have played exceptional. And you can say you've got a starting front three, but they rotate them in so much just to keep them fresh. And uh, it's been a it's been a good season so far. Fortunately enough, Hendricks uh, dropped the football there at about the 50 yard line. So now Broncos will get the football. I believe that's going to be Murray dropping back deep for the Broncos. Stephen Diala is back there, the uh, punter. He averages only 29.2 yards per kick. Not a very long kick here, but it's going to bounce at the 29. And Murray has to go back. He's going to pick her up here at the 10-yard line. Now he's in trouble. He's at the 11. He's at the 12, and he fumbles the football. Big, big pileup down here inside the 15-yard line. The Chargers say they have the ball, and the officials agree. Hastings turns the ball away. Wow. Boy, and Briar Cliff has got the ball at the 13-yard line. Well, and here's what we talk about. You give a team opportunities and a golden opportunity right now on a silver platter. They got the football in the red zone. They'll put it down at the 13-yard line. Dave Kamara is beside himself. He's special teams coach. I watched him on that play there, and as Murray let that football bounce, he thought, I'm not going to let it go inside the 10-yard line, and we'll see the replay again. But, boy, huge mistake by Murray. He was going nowhere. Briar Cliff had him all hemmed in down around the 10-yard line, and then they just knocked the football loose. So DeMore uh, comes back out. The uh, quarterback, first and 10 from the Hastings College 13-yard line. DeMore wants to throw, throws a fade into the corner of the end zone. It is caught for the touchdown. It is caught for the touchdown. That's Joe Heinrichs. So they uh, like the matchup outside, and bam! Just like that, Briar Cliff has the lead over Hastings. Hendricks' second touchdown catch of the season. And for DeMore, who had not uh, played a whole lot, he gets in there. Just simply one-step drop through the football over the secondary, over the left shoulder of the receiver. And Hendrick made a great catch in the corner of the end zone. And uh, 
That's what happens. You give them an opportunity. Briarcliff out on top of Hastings, 6-0. All right, here comes the uh, point after touchdown. We're just uh, 90 seconds into the ball game. Ball is down, kick is up, and the kick goes sailing through the uprights. It is good. The PAT is good. Briar Cliff draws first blood here in this one. 13 minutes and 34 seconds to play in the first quarter. Briar Cliff 7, Hastings nothing. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 K-H-A-S. Well, after a uh, three and out on defense, Hastings commits a turnover on special teams and one play, 13-yard touchdown, and Briar Cliff has a 7 to nothing lead over Hastings. Well, I talked in the pregame show about getting off to a good start and taking charge of this football game immediately. The defense did their job out there with a three and out, but then Anthony Murray coughs the football up the 13-yard line and Briarcliff made short work of it. One play, 13-yard touchdown pass to Heinrichs. And uh, Hastings finds themselves with 13.34 left to go here in the first quarter. They are down 7 to nothing. So we're going to have, uh, looks like Austin Roulette back there with uh, Darren Scott. A couple of new uh, return guys for uh, Hastings College to receive the kickoff here. It's an end-over-end kick. It's going to go to the far side. Scott's going to grab the ball to 12-yard line. Back to the 15, 20, 25, 26-yard line. Hastings College, Jimmy, last in the league in kickoff returns. are averaging only 12.5 yards per return. We are last in the league in punt returns, averaging only 9.1 yards per ball game. So, Tony, I'm sure is looking for some guys to maybe to return some kicks here. Well, looking for a combination that's going to work back there. That was just an 11-yard return as uh, Hastings gets the football. Now, first shot at offense here at the 26-yard line. Anthony uh, Cloyd will be your quarterback. He's got wide receivers left and right. Cloyd is going to hand the ball away to Taj Willingham. Starts off right, now left, 25-30. Willingham, 35, runs over a man to 40, 45-50, 45, and he's run out of bounds. Hey, there's a nice start. Taj Willingham run out of bounds over here by Chavarius Coleman, the uh, quarterback here on this side. Now we got an injured player back up field here at the 37-yard line. A nice run by Taj Willingham to get things started here for uh, Hastings College. Started off right, Jimmy, and he put on the brakes and uh, came all the way back to the near side of the field, and he found a seam all the way uh, down the sideline to the uh, 42-yard line officially. And they got an injured player here for Briar Cliff. And he is in a lot of pain down there uh, right on the uh, Broncos sidelines. That's yeah, their that's best not, player. I think that's a Markel Roby. Yeah, that's not good. They're looking at his right knee as uh, everybody's going to take a knee here in the house. But uh, we'll give Taj 30 yards on the carry. Yeah, he started off the right side, and then it was all uh, hemmed in over there. It was just uh, Taj and Anthony Cloyd coming around the left side. Uh, Cloyd got a, a good block in there, but then Taj ran over a couple of players. I think Roby was one of them. Then he stiff arms the defender, gets it all the way down to the 42-yard line where the line of scrimmage will be. And, wow, you could hear a pin drop here. At Lloyd Wilson Field. Yeah, that's a Markel Roby. He was one of their better players. In fact, he's their leading tackler on this defensive unit. He had 48 stops coming into the football game 
here this afternoon. He's a six foot, 195 pound freshman out of uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. And head coach Dennis Wagner has made his way out on the field here. He's oh. asked for a couple of players to uh, come out and uh, help remove uh, Markel Roby off of the field. Just seeing the replay on that. That's what we get when we get to see the replay. Got tied up with one of his own guys. And uh, a leg's not supposed to move that direction. I can can tell you that. So, uh, unfortunately, they'll get uh, Roby off the field here. And a quiet, quiet place. But uh, good run by Taj. Good start by the uh, Hastings offense. All right. Roby is up now. And they'll get him uh, off of the field. 13 minutes and 17 seconds to play. Tough uh, way to start here for Briar Cliff. They get the touchdown. But then perhaps uh, their best player on their defensive unit. I'm sure is uh, done for today and maybe done for the rest of the season because that does not look good as he's heading off of the field on the far side. No, and uh, just hate to see that out of any team. You you don't like to see a lot of injuries uh, anyway, and that was just uh, getting to see that again on replay was uh, was horrible. But anyway, Hastings will have a, a good field position here after the 30-yard run by Taj Willingham. Again, Willingham coming into the uh, season 669 yards. Give him 30 more. And the Broncos got a first to 10 at the Briarcliff 42-yard line. That's also his 111th carry of the season. <laughs> a little workhorse back there. First and 10 for Hastings. The ball is at the 43. Floyd wants to throw. Throws it far side. It's caught there by Schamberger at the 30. And he's out of bounds inside the 30-yard line to about the 28. Run out of bounds on the uh, far side. So Rashad Schamberger makes the reception. Run out of bounds over there by Ladarian Bowman. For the uh, Briarcliff Chargers. So, Hastings, a couple of plays here. They're knocking on touchdown doors. They're approaching the red zone down here at the Briarcliff 28-yard line. Yeah, around a 30 yards by Willingham. A pass and catch of 16 yards to Schamberger. And uh, the Broncos are in business down inside the 30. Anthony Cloyd will set troops up on the far side hash mark. Willingham just to his left in the backfield. He gives the ball away to Taj. And he's not going to have anything there. Nothing but white shirts. But he moves the pile for a yard, maybe two, off on the right side there. Taj Willingham getting the call. You talked about this in the uh, pregame, Jimmy. This defense has given up a lot for Briar Cliff. They are last in the league in scoring defense. They give up 50.8 points per ball game, and they also give up a total of 575 yards per game. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of yards. Well, and uh, Hastings is poised to put up a lot of big numbers against this Briar Cliff defense. They have really been... Uh, ripping off uh, some big gains and some big uh, yardage games this season. And uh, they've started off very well here in this football game. There's a Cloyd. He throws it over to uh, Clay O'Buckman to tie it in. He's right at the first down stakes as he uh, stumbles out of bounds down there at about the 18-yard line. Clay Buckman makes his uh, fourth reception of the season. Tackle is made by uh, Maternio Busan there for uh, the Brian Cliff Chargers. Buck, he was a little quiet last week. He had a big, big game in the Dakota Dome. Had a couple of touchdown catches, and uh, what a 88-yard uh, touchdown reception. He's just now got his win back from that long run, and they've uh, got him in the offense here. Nice catch there, had to climb the ladder. Picked up nine yards, third and short here, inside the 20-yard line. Third down at about one. Gaga and Willingham both in the backfield to give the ball away to Taj, and I don't know if he made it. I don't know if he made it as he stumps it up in there. against the Brian Cliff defense, a tackle is made by... Number 32, Jordan Jimbo. And uh, what are they going to say? They lost a yard back at the 19-yard line. My, oh, my. Hastings will have to go for a, a field goal attempt here from Stoggs. 
This is going to be a 36-yard field goal attempt for Alex Stogdall. He is four out of eight on field goals this year. His longest has been 39. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick goes through the uprights and is good. So Alex Stogdall gets Hastings on the board, but only a field goal here in the first half. Ten minutes and 36 seconds to play in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Briarcliff 7, Hastings 3. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the best place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is Hastings' only independent family medicine clinic dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. We're your family's home for health care at 1021 West 14th, supporting Hastings College and all area student-athletes. 12:30 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw. The gang is all here today. Bright, sunshiny skies. Hastings College five plays, 74 yards. They get a 36-yard field goal from Alex Stongdol to pull within four points. Now at seven to three. If you're just joining us, Hastings had a three and out on defense. Briarcliff had to punt. Hastings fumbles the punt at their own 13-yard line. One play, Briarcliff stumps it in the end zone. That was the first offensive series there for Hastings. They drive down and get a field goal, and now Hastings will kick off again, trailing by the score of 7-3 here in the ballgame. Stoggs is in the ball, high kick. It's going to come down here at about the four-yard line. Back quickly to the 10, to the 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, far sideline, 45, 50, 47 of Hastings, and he's brought down. The Darian Bowman bringing the ball back. Hastings had trouble the last two weeks, Jimmy, trying to control uh, kickoff returns. Hastings thought they had it uh, pegged this week. They made some changes on the uh, kickoff return team. And uh, right there, a nice return by Ladarian Bullman. Yeah, not very good. 49 yards on the return, though, officially spotted down just inside Bronco territory at the 46-yard line. But again, we give up over 200 yards. At, uh, to, to go to Wesleyan, we give up over 200. A week ago to Concordia, and it's not starting off well. So Briarcliff gets good starting position again. They're going to hand the ball away. They keep it on the ground across the 45 to the 40, down to the Bronco 38-yard line. That's Noah Elogan running the ball there, the five foot ten, two hundred and twenty pound junior out of San Diego. The tackle is made by Riley Lane there for Hastings College. Now Briarcliff quickly up to the line of scrimmage. They got the Broncos back on their heels there a little bit with a seven to three lead in the first quarter. They got a second down and three situation from the Hastings College thirty eight yard line. Quick pitch again to Elogan. He is hemmed in this time and down he goes. A loss in the play back here at the forty one yard line. And look at the red shirts over there. Three, four red shirts getting him uh, down over there to uh, stuff him at the 41-yard line. A loss of about three yards in the play, and now it's third down. There was good penetration again. We talked about the down lineman for Hastings College in the pregame show. They've had a tremendous season. There was a lot of penetration there to bring down uh, E. Logan for a couple of yard loss. Going to bring up third and five, ball at the 41-yard line. 9.27 to play here in the first quarter. 7-3 to three is the score. Brian Cliff has got the lead over Hastings. Line of scrimmage is the 41 of Hastings. Wide receivers left and right. There's a pass thrown to the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Intended receiver over there was number 84, Rashad Brown. Brown is the H-back in this offense. So, again, Briarcliff goes three plays and out, and Hastings College will get the ball following another punt. Going to be Anthony Murray again. will drop back. He 
he will probably not make another mistake here today as uh, Tony Harper met him after that fumble, and he was in his ear hole from about the hash mark all the way to the sidelines. I think he got his point across, and he will stand uh, at about the 12-yard line. That's kind of what uh, return guys do in this uh, area. They'll stand with their heels about the 10-yard line, and if it goes over them, they'll just uh, simply let it go. I would let that one go as well. That one bounces at the five-yard line at the three to the two-one. It's into the end zone. All right, so Murray does his job there. He watches it sail over his head in and out of the end zone. It's a touchback, and Hastings College will have the ball back here with 9.06 to play in the first quarter, 7-3. Hastings is out, uh, trailing in this ball game. Other games going on in the conference today. Dort is playing at Doan. Northwestern is at Midland. Dakota Wesleyan is at Morningside. Concordia has the weekend off. Hastings College on their first drive, five plays, 58 yards. Everything looked well until uh, that loss of uh, one yard there on a, on a third down call, which led to the Stogs field goal. The offense trots onto the field, starts out at the 20-yard line. All right, Hastings, we got uh, three wide receivers split out to the right side. There's a quick throw over to Schamberger. Schamberger is uh, drugged down after a two-yard gain. Over there defensively for the uh, Briarcliff Chargers that time was number 10, Nate Erickson. Erickson, the senior out of Hawarden, Iowa. So just a two-yard gain, second down and eight yards to go. Hastings moving from our right to our left, south to north here in his first quarter of play at a sunshine-filled Wood Wilson Field here this afternoon. Good to see that stuff. Three wide receivers splitting out wide right side. One wide receiver comes to the left, one running back in the backfield here beside Anthony Cloyd. Cloyd's going to run it himself. 20-25, breaks outside the hash marks. 30-35, down the sideline. Look out. 40-45-50, He's at the 30. He's at the 25 to the 20. Cuts inside. 15-10-5, and he's brought down at the 8-yard line. Brought down at the 8-yard line officially. Anthony Cloyd, a huge run for Hastings. As the Broncos were backed up in their own end, that's a, a great run by the senior quarterback, Anthony Cloyd, the product out of Millard South. Found a great block by Taj Willingham, just watching the replay, was able to chop the linebacker down, and that was the only guy that could get to Cloyd, and then it was just a foot race down the near sidelines, and the guys had the angle on Cloyd, or he takes that to the house, but he gets it inside the 10-yard line, 70 yards on the run, first and goal for Hastings. Now they give the ball away to Taj, and Taj takes it down to about the 5-yard line before he is swarmed under down there. That's Hank Galeros knocking him down. Galeros, one of the best players on the defense. A senior out of Stockton, California. That was a pickup of about three yards in a play. Second down and goal. The Broncos have the ball between the five and six yard line. Trailing here in the ball game by a score of seven to three. Dodge is going to stay in the backfield now, just to the right of the quarterback, Anthony Cloyd. Double tight ends. Wide receiver split to the left side. They hand the ball away. Well, they fake it to Schamberger, now taking it into the end zone. is going to be your quarterback, Anthony Cloyd, and that's a touchdown for Hastings. That was a nice fake by Cloyd. Schamberger came in motion. One of the wide receivers back toward the quarterback. Anthony Cloyd fakes the ball to him. Cloyd then takes off as he takes it off a right tackle. He takes it into the end zone for the score, and the Broncos have the lead 9-7. For Anthony Cloyd, that is his fifth touchdown rushing on the season. Today, two carries, 76 yards at 70-yarder on the drive, and Stoggs is in the game out of the hold of Anthony Cloyd. The pig is down, the kick is up, and it is good. So Hastings College, just that quick, takes it to a couple of plays, three plays downfield, and they get back on top of the Briarcliff Chargers with 
7-16 left to go here in the first quarter. It's Hastings College 10, Briarcliff 7. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KJS. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, Hastings College back out on top here after the little miss bobble at the beginning of the ball game. 10-7 to the score now, Hastings. Yeah, just uh, a mere roadblock that uh, the Broncos seem to have sidestepped that now and have gotten the lead back at 10-7. to Four plays, 80 yards, aided by a 70-yard run by Anthony Cloyd. And then Cloyd just, uh, again, does a great play fake, gets a... Uh, off right tackle and takes it in the uh, end zone. I was watching Tony down here, not sure what's going on with one of his uh, players, but he was visiting with him as Stoggs is getting ready to get into the football here for the second time today. Here he comes. He goes to the far side. Here comes Bowman again. The guy had a nice return the last time. He's at the 5-10, 20. He's chopped down this time at the 25-26 yard line. Yeah, but he still picked up 23 yards on that return. Again, uh, you start adding all that up after the 49-yarder, the one before. They're going to be uh, pushing that 200-yard mark here today because I have a feeling Hastings will be kicking off an awful lot here the rest of the day. Well, you had a 0% chance that Hastings uh-huh. was going to lose this game. You that, gave me that in the pregame show. Yeah, and I still do. Hastings is out on top right now by a score of 10-7 to here in this ball game. Byron Cliff will have the ball on their own 26-yard line as they hand it away again to Elogan, and Elogan takes it off a right tackle for a couple of yards, and that's it. Austin Rowett, one of the guys to bring him down for Hastings College. So uh, no gain in the play. What are they going to give him here? The officials talking here. They'll put the football down at about... Oh, we're going to have a holding call. Where'd that flag come I from? Don't, right. I don't see it anywhere on the turf. I don't see that one. It must have been on the far side. So a holding call on the Briar Cliff. That's what they were talking about. So they uh, march off the penalty on the Chargers. Briar Cliff, not really a uh, penalized team. They are eighth out of the nine teams in a G-Pack. Only average 48 yards per ball game as far as the penalties are concerned. The ball right has uh, got the ball again. Slaps the hands a couple of times. There's a pass. A little screen pass set up at Hastings College. Reads out beautifully right in the center of the field there. And he's knocked down after a couple of yard gain. That gets a screen pass to Elogan. And the tackle is made in there by Norman McKissick, who's into the ball game. So Norman gets a uh, tackle there. And now it's a fourth down. They're actually... Second down, it should be. Second down and 16. They actually lose a yard there. There's a pass thrown to the far side. It's going to be in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. That's Heinrichs on the far sideline. Good defensive play there by the Broncos. Yeah, Anthony Murray over there to knock that football loose. That guy just smells the pig all over the uh, the field this season with uh, Murray. Three interceptions, 25 tackles, and that was a good pass break up there. 
Right in front of the sticks. Briarcliff looks at a third and 16. The ball at the 20-yard line. Broncos in front, 10-7. 6-17 left to go here in the first quarter. Hastings, three-man front, three down linemen. Here they come after the quarterback. Drops back to throw a pass across the middle. It's tipped, and it's nearly intercepted. Ball's in a turf. But Brian Cliff again goes three plays and out. Hastings plus nine, Jimmy, in the uh, turnover ratio. They nearly got one right there as the ball was tipped, and it was in the air for a long time. Yeah, number 20, Jerry Stewart out there on defense. Uh, got his hand up, tipped that football into the air, hoping one of the uh, back men for Hastings College could come up with a football. Nobody does. It falls to the turf, but still, Hastings should get some good field position here. Murray, he's going to dance around out there at about the 45-yard line for this Charger punt. Delia is uh, back into the ball game to do the punting. High snap, he gets it down. Short kick, bounces at the 46-yard line of Briar Clifford. It's going to be down. It's going to be down here at the 46-47 yard line. So, yeah, look at this field position here for the Broncos. They start in plus territory at the Briar Cliff, 47-yard line. Just about 26 on the kick. And, again, Broncos starting in Charger territory. After a four-play, 80-yard drive, same personnel on the field for Hastings. We're going to have uh, Johnson over here to the near side. Buckman will be your tight end on the left side. Taj will be off the right hip of Cloyd and a couple wide receivers to the right side. That's Hausch and Schamberger. Wow, very good. Thank you. First down and 10 from the uh, 47-yard line. That's Johnson going in motion now. They fake the ball to him. Here's Cloyd taking off again. He's across the 45 down to the 43-yard line before he's brought down right there. So a short gain for... Short gain there for Anthony Cloyd. Tackle was made by Logan Knutson for Brian Clough. One thing I noticed here on the Broncos' sidelines, where's the play cards? They usually hold up these big old play cards that really mean something out there. There's somebody. They're not on the sidelines today. What huh. happened to the play cards? Put that down I, in our post-game chat. Yeah, yeah. Play, yeah. play cards. Yeah, second down and six <laughs> yards to go. Now Brian Cliff jumps up front. Cloyd has got a free play. Penalty flags are down. Cloyd goes after it. Long pass downfield. And a penalty flag downfield. Johnson is interfered with. So there's going to be a penalty here at the line of scrimmage for being offsides. Anthony Cloyd then takes a shot downfield with the Johnson. And he's going to be interfered with downfield. So a couple of plays. I tell you what, I know several officials around the area, but I don't think... Any of the officials I know have a strong arm as what I seen out of the side judge down there at the goal line. He whipped that thing. He's, he must have been a pitcher because that was a, a fastball. Threw it all the way out to the, about the 15-yard line on a bullet. Both on the defense. Offsides. Defense number 93. Pass interference. Defense number 30. 15-yard penalty. First down. He seems like he's uh, more of a joyful fellow there we have on the uh, microphone today yeah well we don't need sleepy here today that guy he's uh, not very energetic second penalty on the chargers here today that'll put the football down to the what the 28 yard line with 518 left to go broncos in the lead 10-7 here they're looking for more as they look down to their play cards on their wristbands and their waist yeah i don't i don't know how we're getting uh, what system we're using today, I see Clint Head right down here at the 45-yard line. I don't see how he's uh, signaling plays in. Anthony Cloyd has got running back to his right side. Now uh, Johnson goes in motion. They give the ball away to Jordan Johnson. He's at a 25 down to the 22-yard line before he is upset down there at the 22. But Turo Hussan 
Makes the uh, stop there, the senior linebacker from San Diego. Now, usually Clint Head signals in plays. They got two play cards that go up, and they have a couple of uh, quarterbacks that usually single in plays. And right now, Clint's the only one that's signaling anything well, in. Yeah, you know, him and Dave Kamir are down there. I don't know whether Kamir's got mosquitoes and fly problems <laughs> or what, what he's got going on, but they're getting the plays in. Yeah, well, yeah, now we got now we got another penalty. We're up here, John. I didn't see the flag on the turf there. That one's going to go against Hastings, so it uh, takes away a eight-yard gain by Johnson on the uh, little reverse. Yeah, let's see. It looks like a holding call. I didn't see that flag either. Are they using invisible flags today? I I don't. Maybe they're very quick in picking them up. Thirty-eight yard line is going to be the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a penalty on Hastings. We're more concerned about how they're getting the plays in yeah. and what's really going on. <laughs> it's a first, uh, third down. No, that's not right either. It's a first down and 10, it should be. It's not even first down and 10. They're all messed up. It is first down and about, uh, what, 20 yards to go for. He sings from the 38. Now Schamberger comes in motion near side. Cloyd fumbles the football, picks it up, and throws it here to Taj. Taj to the 25. Taj down there at the 24-yard line. So Taj Willingham, they avoid disaster there as a Delgado makes his stop there. Angel Delgado for the Briarcliff defense. Floyd just uh, dropped that when he was in the uh, gun. They snapped the ball to him and it fell out of his, his mitts. He had to go down on the turf to grab it. He just uh, flips it there to Taj Willingham and he gets a few yards on the play. It's now a second down situation, second down and six. Yeah, and a good game, 13. I don't know how he got her to Willingham, but then a good job of running by Taj down inside the 25-yard line to the 24. Taj just uh, to the left of the quarterback. Now they give him the ball. Taj down there at the 15, 10, 5. He takes it in the end zone. Touchdown. He takes it off a right tackle, and I don't know if anybody even touched him, Jimmy. He goes in there for the touchdown, and Hastings goes out on top 16-7. to Well, and he had one guy down there blocking for him. That was Ty Mercer, and uh, Mercer was able to get a good block and uh, hem that guy out. Taj takes it right down the sidelines, gets it in from 24 yards out. So the Broncos now with a 6-yard touchdown run and a 24-yard touchdown run. They increase their lead to 16-7 to with 4.06 left to go, and Stoggs is in the game for yet another PAT. 28 out of 28 on uh, extra points so far this year for Stoggs, and that one was close, but he slices it in the uh, left upright. The PAT is good. Hastings scores again. Four minutes and six seconds to play here in the first quarter. It's now Hastings 17, Briarcliff 7. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here at Boyd Wilson Field. Bronco football today brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings, Mary Lanning Healthcare, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Family Medical Center of Hastings, the Hastings Tribune, the Hastings Convenient Care PC, and by the Hastings College Foundation. 
So, 17-7, to you wanted them to get off to a good start? They did. Yeah, erase off yeah. the, uh, the bobble there at the beginning of the, the ball game. But, hey, we got a 10-point lead after one quarter here. Well, and exactly. You can't, uh, you can't win a ball game without uh, overcoming adversity. And they did as uh, the ball falls off the tee. Really no win uh, to speak of here. Stoggs just uh, must have had the pig a little leaning forward a little bit. You do see Tony Strousers kind of flapping there. A little bit of a breeze. So we checked the uh, flags down at the uh, end zone. What were they? They told us at the beginning of the ball game, west-southwest winds today, blowing at about nine miles per hour. All right, so Stoggs has got her uh, teed up here at the 35-yard line. Two men back deep, Bowman and Crawford. And that one is going to go to Crawford. He's going to take it at the 10-yard line. He's back to the 20, and he slips down at the 24-yard line. So Omar Crawford slipping down here at the 24, and that's where Briar Cliff will start. So they've had, uh, have they picked up a first down yet today? Uh, no, they have not. They uh, obviously scored on that uh, fumbled punt. They have 18 yards of passing by uh, DeMore, and uh, rushing it's Ben Ollie Logan. He's got four carries, just six yards against this stingy Bronco defense. Yeah, so they have a short field in their first possession, and then they've went three and out. Uh, there are other two possessions, and they've got the ball back right here. They're going to hand the ball away, and oh, he's stopped right there in the uh, backfield. Stopped in the backfield. I think that's Elogan still in there. That's going to be the case. Norman McKissick is the guy who got to him there for Hastings College. McKissick had 14 tackles coming into this football game today. He's got a couple here in the first quarter. Good play there. Loss of a yard in the play. Second down and 11. The ball pushed back here to the 24-yard line. Broncos come with a blitz. Elogan has got the ball as he takes it off a right tackle across the 30, out to the 31-yard line where he is covered up right there. Tackle is made by Nathan Howell for he seems the linebacker out of Carney Catholic. So now they've got another third down situation. Third down at about three yards to go. Briar Cliff on third down conversions this year, number five in the conference. They convert on 41.8% of their Third down conversions. They are 38 out of 41. Actually, 38 out of 91 coming to the ball game today. They're down in three here from the 31. The Broncos again come with a blitz. They hand the ball away. They take it right up the gut here across the 35. That's going to be enough for a first down out to the 37-yard line. So they convert on the third down there as they keep the ball on the ground to Noah E. Logan, a junior running back out of San Diego, California. And the Chargers will move the chains now out to the 37-yard line. They're working from our left to our right, north to south here in the first quarter. First first down for Briar Cliff here in the game, and they go off that right side. Why not? You're running beside, behind a Winnebago camper. Two bedrooms. Evening. <laughs> All right, here's a handoff again to uh, E. Logan. Dances his way. He breaks open 45 out to the 47-48 yard line. Actually, a new man in the ball game now for uh, Briar Cliff. This is uh, Dylan Ellis. Dylan Ellis is into the ball game now. He was not even on the two deep. Five foot, 670 pound sophomore out of Spencer, Iowa. So he's into the ball game now. We haven't seen uh, Kawani Johnson. He was listed as the uh, number one running back. And the starter here today, we have not seen him. Here's Ellis. Ellis fighting, and down he goes right here at about the line of scrimmage, the uh, 49 yard line. Ellis is down. Tackle is made in there by Hernandez for Hastings College, who's into the ball game now. Robert Hernandez. 
So that second rotation of uh, down linemen into the ball game now for Tony. They've been rotating about to six guys up front. They got three down linemen. They go with the five linebackers here. And now we've got a timeout called. We have a timeout called here by Hastings College. Timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, your favorite beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll be back with more after this. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. All right, one minute and 37 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Hastings College is leading by a score of 17 to 7. Ryan Cliff has got a second down and nine situation for their own 49-yard line. As they keep the ball on the ground, that's he logging back in there as he takes the ball down to the 45-yard line. So, again, Brian Cliff will be looking at a third down and short situation. Nathan Howell into the stop there for the Hastings College defense. So Briar Cliff again with a, a tough third down call here. Third down and five yards to go from the 46 of Hastings. Chargers heading to the south end zone. Dressed in their white and gray and blue uniforms here this afternoon. Three wide receivers split out wide to the left side. They picked that one off with a turf. Now they throw the ball down the right sideline. Bat is out here. It goes right through his hands and down to the turf. They had a man out there. That's Logan Freeman. Jimmy, he was open down the yeah. uh, right sidelines, but Freeman can't come up with the ball, and it's going to bring up a fourth down. Ostendorf on coverage there, and uh, Ross was beat right down here in front of the Bronco bench, and he's very fortunate that ball was not caught because that was a good pass from the uh, quarterback, DeMore. That should have been caught. That would have been a uh, big play for Briar Cliff, but it falls incomplete, brings up fourth down. Murray will go back deep to return for Hastings. He will stand right around the 15-yard line to return this kick. Just inside a minute left to go here in the first quarter. Here comes the uh, punt now from Briar Cliff. Spiraling kick. Murray comes over to the near side, grabs it right on the numbers at about the 8-yard line. And that's where the Hastings College offense will start here this afternoon. Dave Kamara's wife is in, kind of in charge of the, the cheerleading crew. She's got a play card down here. She's signaling uh, stuff into her cheerleading team right in front of us, Jimmy, so maybe she stole the uh, play cards from the, the offensive staff. What's he going to say to her? <laughs> Who wears the pants in That's that That's exactly huh? right. All right, so Hastings has got the ball here. First down and 10, but they are backed up. They're on their own eight-yard line. Anthony Cloyd back out there at quarterback for Hastings. And you're going to have uh, Travis Agaga. Travis Agaga is now in the backfield. He uh, is going to stay there and do some blocking. And here's Anthony Cloyd going to throw the ball downfield. It's going to be intercepted. It is intercepted down here. At the 47-yard line. It is intercepted there by the Briar Cliff Chargers. That was not Anthony Cloyd in there throwing the football. That was Clark Livingston getting a series. We've seen this out of Hastings this season. They bring guys in and uh, they rotate the 
the uh, quarterbacks around and give them a different series. And there's the replay there, number seven, Livingston in. And, uh, boy, Isaiah Jackson at uh, Dakota Wesleyan threw an untimely interception, which led to a touchdown. Now Livingston in there. They go deep with him. I thought the offense was running fine. Why we threw him in there is beyond me. Now he throws a pick, and Briarcliff's got it at midfield. All right, so Clark Livingston, one play and one interception. Now uh, Damare is going to throw the ball. He's got a guy out there, and it's going to be incomplete. Again, trying to get the ball deep to uh, Logan Freeman. Yeah, I know they want to get some of those guys uh, in there, Livingston and also Isaiah Jackson, but it seems rather odd to just throw him in yeah. here in the first quarter. And, well, then throw it deep. Yeah the, yeah, the very first play, they have him throw it deep. I just put that on our... Yeah, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, my notepad's going to be littered up. We'll, we won't get out of here till Nebraska kickoff tonight Put that with all down. the questions, let's, let's but I will. tell you about that. The quarterback play, substitutions. Yeah, with, uh, and then the, the play calling with uh, the quarterback substitutions. There's a, a quick pitch here. That's going to be Ulogan. He's going to be hitting down. He goes. He lost a couple of yards on the play. Wesley Jardim, O'Golden Shoes in there, doing a great job bringing he logging down for a couple of, of yard loss. Clock is uh, moving inside the 20-second mark here. Jardim, good to have him back and healthy this year. He only played uh, a couple of games last year and had that nasty knee injury, but he's been a, a force in there this year on the defensive side of things. Third down again for Brian Cliff. Third down and 12 yards to go. And they're going to probably let this uh, play clock wind down, and we will uh, switch sides here, and that's going to be the case. That's the end of the first quarter of play. One quarter in the books here this afternoon. Hastings College football and 1230 KHAS. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 17, Briarcliff 7. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call, and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornchai immediately. I had knew about the Morris Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment, and then you know, we did a couple more tests down the road with them, and then they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, we start the second quarter of play. Ryan Cliff throws the ball. It's going to be caught down there at the 40-yard line, down the sideline, 35, and run out of bounds down around the 30-yard line. A completed pass there, and making the reception over there for Briar Cliff is a Jacob Diaz run out of bounds there by Riley Lane. Another uh, 18-yard pass completion that uh, gives the uh, quarterback Demore now with 36 yards of passing. I'll get to the first quarter numbers here after this play. That is for Briar Cliff, their third first down of the first quarter. Demaray has uh, got the ball. He hands it away to a Ulogan. Takes it right in the teeth of the buzzsaw here. Bangs his way for a couple of yards. Right up the pipe there against the Hastings College D. Finally brought down at about the uh, 25-yard line. Tackle made by Alex Allen again. The junior outside linebacker from Grand Island Central Catholic. Wow, Briarcliff starting to pick the pace up now. Head coach Dennis Wagner wants his 
crew to get in there and get ready to go. They'll call this play very quickly at the line of scrimmage. That was a eight-yard gain, second down and two. He hands the ball away again to Ulogan. Ulogan for a yard, maybe two, as he takes it again up inside. Tackle is made in there by Hastings College. That's Hayden Jones making the stop there for Hastings, who's into the ball game now. A senior from Douglas, Colorado. That's going to be enough for a first down. First and 10 down for the Chargers as they drive toward the goal line, trailing in this ballgame by a score of 17-7. First quarter numbers brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation, securing resources that enable students to achieve their highest academic endeavors. For Briarcliff in that first quarter, 49 total yards. For Hastings, 179. I'll get to individual leaders after this play. Here's a handoff again to Ulog, and he takes it off a right tackle and takes the ball down to about the 20-yard line. Got got his got hat knocked off over there, looking for a, uh, a penalty, but he didn't get it. That's Patrick Hall. He was the uh, tight end, had his hat knocked off. Yeah, that ain't good. you got to have a hat when you're out there on the field. Individual leaders in that first quarter, Taj Willingham, five carries, 59 yards. Anthony Cloyd, three carries, 80 yards. Each one of those guys have a touchdown run here today. And, uh, again, uh, passing numbers for Cloyd, 40 yards, 4-4 passing. He does not have that interception credited to his stat sheet. That was Clark Livingston. And now we have a Briarcliff timeout, I believe. Timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park in West 2nd Street in Hastings. Back with more after this. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, he Challenge has got to lead. The Broncos looking for their fifth win of the season here this afternoon, leading by a score of 17-7. Well, you think Tony works the officials over. Dennis Weicker on the far sideline had the white cap over there, and I don't know what he was expressing. It wasn't pleasantries, but he got the, his point across, second down and about seven for the Chargers. Here's uh, Ellis getting the call, and Ellis is going to be stacked up in the line of scrimmage. Ran into like a uh, crimson brick wall there as Ellis is uh, brought down in the play. They give him a yard, maybe two, but that is all she wrote in this uh, third down. By the way, Nebraska playing Wisconsin tonight at Memorial Stadium. Seven o'clock kickoff, and the pregame show Begins at 2 o'clock this afternoon over on the Breeze, KOIQ, 94.5. You know what the best part of that will be? What's that? Big red reaction way late in the evening after a night game. That's yep. always fun. It will be. <laughs> Here's a, a fake pitch now to you long, and They're going to go deep into the end zone. It's going to be off with the fingertips of Joel Heinrichs. That should have been six. Yeah, Heinrichs had it in his hands there. Back there in coverage for Hastings was Ostendorf, but Heinrichs should have caught that, maybe. Yeah, that's the second drop by Heinrichs today. But, again, Ostendorf, they're picking on him. In the first quarter down here, they went uh, up against him, and Ross was a beat on that one. That one there, that was nearly a touchdown. That was a good pass again. And uh, Heinrichs just uh, has to come up with the football now. We're going to see a uh, field goal attempt by uh, Stephen DeLia. 
Ideally, uh, comes in in the ball game now. This will be a, what, 20, 38-yard field goal. Ball is down, kick is up, and the kick goes to the uprights. No, it's not. It's off of the right side, just off of the right side. So the field goal attempt is missed. And with 12-11 to play here in the first half, it's still a 17-7 ball game in favor of Hastings. Look at some additional stat guy uh, stats for uh, individuals for Hastings. Uh, Schamberger has a couple of catches for 18 yards. Khalil Buckman, one catch for nine. And Taj Willingham, one catch for 13 yards. Again, I mentioned the uh, rushing leaders. That's 139 on the ground. It's all Taj and Anthony here in this uh First half of action. We'll check the uh, quarterback. That's, I believe, Livingston yep. out there again with Travis Lady Gaga right off the right hip of Clark. All right, so Clark Livingston is going to hand the ball away to Travis, and he takes it for two yards to the 23-yard line. Ball number 25, Travis again, the offensive staff, they're trying to get their uh, backup quarterbacks ready to go just in case. You never can tell. you got to prepare for the long season, Jimmy. And Anthony Cloyd took most of the snaps. Up until uh, that last series, and now Clark Livingston is out there. He's a a junior out of San Juan, California, transfer out of northern Michigan. I don't know if we're going to – I mean, we might see Anthony again, but he's got a ball cap on, the headsets, and uh, not a helmet in hand. So he's uh, obviously uh, monitoring the offense. There's a pass on the near side. That baby should have been picked. That baby should have been picked as they go with a little slant to this side, and it was read beautifully there by uh, Nate Erickson. Of Briar Cliff, he had it in his hands, Jimmy, and if he yeah. had that, he was off to the races. Yeah, that was pick six, trying to get the football to Schamberger over here in front of the uh, Bronco bench, and, and yeah, that was just a great defensive break on the football. So, I don't know. Scary situation right now for Hastings tossing the pig around like that. Uh, there should have been some balls caught by the Chargers here, and they'd be right in this ball game. The Broncos hold a 10-point lead at 17-7 to with 11.33 left to go to half. It's a third down now. Livingston is going to go uh, deep, and that's going to be – it's picked off, but he's out of bounds. He's picked off, but uh, it's out of bounds. That's Erickson who came down with the ball, but fortunately enough for us, it was uh, out of bounds. So Hastings going three plays and out. We had so much momentum – Jimmy, after we made the little bobble there early, Hastings scored 17 quick points, and then we bring in uh, Clark Livingston. He throws a pick, and now we go three plays and out. I think we've lost all of our momentum that we gained early in the ballgame. Yeah, and this is a team we mentioned in the pregame show. You don't want them to hang around. We're only leading by 10 points. We need to get uh, into a little bigger lead, I feel, to be making these substitutions. I'm not a coach as the ball bounces along the turf. Across the 40, actually, it'll stop right at the 40-yard line on the Stogdale punt. But, yeah, I I agree with you. I don't quite uh, – we don't have the play cards, and we're making early substitutions at our uh, skilled playing positions with Taj and uh, Anthony. So, I don't know, Clint head down in the middle of that offensive huddle, coaching away, and the Briarcliff offense will come back onto the field. The Charger offense, uh, not much today, just 46 yards on the ground, 36 yards through the air. And they find themselves trailing by 10 points here. All right, so there's a couple of plays away from uh, causing serious damage here. Here's uh, Elogan. He takes it up inside to the 41-yard line. Bunch of Broncos there to uh, bring him down. Noah Elogan. Carrying the mail there. We'll give him just one yard as he takes it to the 41. So it's second down and nine yards to go. Elogan getting most of the totes today out of 16 of them. He's got 12 for just 30 
six yards. He picks up one just across the 40-yard line. And Briar Cliff will be looking at a second down to nine. Man comes in motion. They're in the pistol set now. They turn, hand the ball away. Iwagan, he takes it off a right tackle. Look out, 45-50, 45 of Hastings, 40 down to the 35 and brought down. Austin Dorf into the stop with Anthony Murray, but there's a ball off of tackle. And Iwagan finding some running room. And all of a sudden, all the energy we felt earlier in this ball game is kind of diminished in this. And like I said, now all the momentum is is gone out of this ball game. All of a sudden, yeah, just a toss sweep to the left side, and he logging gets out into the open, shows his speed. He picks up twenty six, biggest play of the afternoon for the Chargers. Now they're into Bronco territory, trailing by ten, ten sixteen, and counting till half. It is a first to ten at the Bronco thirty three yard line. The ball ray is going to turn and hand the ball away again to D Logan, or rather to uh, E Logan. He's going to be brought down right there. That's going to be Wesley Jardim into the stop there, and then Nathan Howell as well to help him out. So what he gained in the preceding play, he lost right there. Second down and uh, ten yards to go. Second down and ten. For uh, Briar Cliff, they've got the ball at the Hastings College 33-yard line. The ball ray hands the ball away to uh, Elogan again, slips one tackler and takes the ball down to the 25-yard line. He is covered up there by Wesley Jardim again for Hastings College. Also, Austin Dorf is in on the stop there for the Broncos. A pickup of eight yards in the play. And now with nine minutes and 25 seconds to play, Briar Cliff heading toward the goal line here, trailing by only 10 points at 17-7. to 7. Well, and they've been able to find a resurgence here uh, of the rushing the football. E. Loggins be able to wrap, uh, rack off a couple of nice gains on this drive. And there he goes again. Yeah, it takes it right up in the teeth of the buzzsaw there, down to the 20-yard line. That's going to be enough for another first down. I don't know if Anthony Cloyd took a shot, but he's uh, running here on the uh, near sideline. I, I think we're going to see him back in the ballgame for Hastings on, on the uh, next series. Well, he's taking his cap and headset off, so I would think that uh, we need to get the... Uh, it, was probably, it was probably planned because that's kind of been their plan all season long to get those backup quarterbacks into the ballgame. There's a shot downfield to the right side that's going to be overthrown. Out of the corner of the end zone, they go for the home run ball over there. It's going to be overthrown. So DeMore trying to take it into the end zone, and it was overthrown. The intended receiver over there was uh, his number 12 chance. Barlow is the uh, one of the quarterbacks they have listed on this roster. So now it's second down, second down and 10 yards to go. The ball is at the 21-yard line. Of Hastings College, Briar Cliff trying to get back to the ball game here. They better be careful who they're picking on. They threw that ball over in the area of Anthony Murray. He's got three picks this season. Here's a handoff now to uh, Eden Logan. He takes it off a right tackle. Look out, 15-10-5. He takes it into the end zone. Touchdown. Just like that, nobody touched him on that play as he goes from 21 yards out into the end zone for the score. And just like that, it's 17-13. to 13. Well, and that big offensive line has really been opening up some nice holes, especially on this drive. He's logging with runs of 26-8 and 21 yards. That was the touchdown run, and play with fire. You get burnt. The Broncos had a 10-point lead. Now it's uh, going to be down, down to four right now, pending the PAT. Deal it back into the ball game to attempt the PAT. Ball is down, kick is up, and the kick goes through the uprights. It is good. So a, touch, a touchdown run there by Noah Elogan. Ryan Cliff back in the ball game, 8.38 to play 
Here in the second quarter, it's now Hastings 17, Briarcliff 14. You might have played in the NBA. You might have served as an undersecretary of agriculture or an assistant secretary of state, a chief justice of the Nebraska Supreme Court, or a world-famous mathematician. If you are, you might be a Hastings College alumni. Former Broncos populate some of the highest positions in the most prestigious areas of endeavor. Many of them are still in touch. We're asking you to stay in touch. Support Hastings College. Log on to Hastings.edu and click on the Alumni Friends and Giving link. 1230 KHAS. Back here at Wood Wilson Field, the Osborne Sports Complex. Eight minutes and 38 seconds to play. Second quarter, Hastings now leading Briarcliff by a score of 17-14. to 14. A 21-yard run by Noah E. Logan has got Briarcliff back into the ball game here. And it hasn't been the arm of uh, DeMori that's uh, hurt the Bronco defense. It's been the rushing attack of Briarcliff in the second quarter. They've got 74 yards on 10 carries here in this second quarter. First quarter, 11 carries and 31 yards. A much better job by that offensive line. And you talk about that offensive line, the big boy, Kenny Tresvant. They went right behind him on that 21-yard touchdown run. Again, that guy, 6'5", 430 pounds as he takes it into the end zone. And now the Broncos... uh, what is that? Uh, new return men uh, back deep. Scott and Roulette, I think, are back there. Roulette's going to back up and watches it go over his head in and out of the end zone. So a touch back here, and Hastings College will come back out here. Now leading by a score of 17 to 14, and here comes Anthony back onto the field. Okay, let me give you some numbers. I gave you Briar Cliff's numbers here in the second quarter. Well, Hastings' numbers in the second quarter one rush, one yard. We've thrown three passes, an interception an incomplete, and an incomplete pass. Let's get back to basics here and get the starters back in. Let's get some offense rolling again. The Broncos had 179 yards in just the first quarter. They have one here in the second quarter. One yard. Tony is now in the uh, defensive huddle. You don't see that very often. Tony's uh, taking the boys back to school here. Here's a handoff now to Taj Willingham. Sweeps left side, 25-30, tight ropes the sideline. And he's finally... uh, Run out of bounds over there at about the 37. Tony kind of manages the game, Jimmy, uh, throughout this one. But now Tony's got his uh, head stuffed in the huddle down here, and he's he's holding school for his defensive unit of defense that has performed pretty well here as of late. But Briar Cliff able to take it into the end zone a couple of times against the Broncos during this first half. Well, they really put together a nice drive on that uh, the last scoring series, and uh, Taj picks up a quick eight yards, going to bring up second down and two for Hastings. There's a, a sweep down to uh, Rashad Schamberger, 40, 45, 50. Schamberger spins away at the 48 across the 45, down to the 40-yard line of Briarcliff, and finally brought down there. Downfield making the stop is Materno Hassan, the linebacker for Briarcliff. Rashad, he comes in motion, he just flipped the ball to it, and boy, he's got some wheels yeah, he's got some wheels as he takes it around the uh, the right end there, and he takes it into uh, Charger territory to the 39-yard line. Just a face mask right uh, here. You're going to see it coming right up. Right there, there was the face mask. The officials missed it. Now we've got play momentarily stopped. Going to be a timeout, Briar Cliff, after a 25-yard run by Schamberger. Timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located across the street from the water park on 
West 2nd Street in Hastings. Back with more after this. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill of fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. We're in uh, Sioux Center, Iowa next week. Next Saturday, Hastings will take on the Dort Defenders. That'll be a 1 o'clock kickoff on the air with a pregame show at 12 o'clock noon here on 1230 KHAS. First down, 10 yards to go. Hastings with the ball on the 39-yard line of Briar Clough. Here's a handoff. Willingham sweeps us to the short side of the field. He is brought down here at about the 34. So pick up a five yards on the play there. For Taj Willingham, and the tackle was made in there by Logan Knutson, the six foot one, 260-pound freshman from Williamsburg, Iowa. Taj having a good afternoon so far. Seven carries, 71 yards. He's got a touchdown of 24 yards. They run that toss sweep to the short side of the field and picks up, uh, as Mike said, a quick five, second down and five ball just across the 35-yard line. Hastings moving from our left to our right. There's Schamberger again going in motion. They hand the ball to him, and now he's chopped down in the backfield. That was a good defensive play there by uh, Angel Delgado. He makes his stop there, and Schamberger's dropped down for a loss of a couple of yards. Tell you what, that was a uh, big yardage saving tackle because if Schamberger can get around the corner, there was nobody out there defensively for Briarcliff, and he had a couple of guys leading the way. Cloyd and Willingham were out in front of Schamberger there, but uh, they chop him down, a loss of a, we'll call it one, going to bring up third down and six at the 35-yard line. Wide receivers left and right to come with an all-out blitz here. Here's Cloyd going to take a shot downfield down the left sideline. It's going to be caught by Noah House, and he is in at the end zone for the touchdown. 35 yards, they take a shot downfield as Briarcliff comes with a blitz. Anthony Cloyd burns him with a shot downfield to Noah House. Touchdown, Hastings. House's third touchdown on the season. First catch of the game today, 35 yards from Anthony Cloyd. Cloyd had great protection on that blitz. They sent an all-out blitz package up into the meat of that uh, Bronco offensive line, and Cloyd did a great job delivering it downfield. A great job by House. Here comes the extra point now by... Our main man, Alex Stockdale, and he is still perfect on extra points for the season as he bangs that one home. Six minutes and 24 seconds to play in the first half. Hastings back out to a 10-point lead. Broncos 24, Briarcliff 14. You might be a big city mayor, an astronaut, a professional athlete, a retired national championship coach, a member of Congress, the president of a major university, an Olympic champion. If you are, you might be a Hastings College alumnus. Former Broncos populate some of the highest positions in the most prestigious areas of endeavor. We're asking you to stay in touch. Support Hastings College. Log on to Hastings.edu and click on the Alumni Friends and Giving link. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College out on top here in this ballgame. Now six minutes and 24 seconds to play. It is 
Hastings leading. Coming up at halftime, we'll check all the stats for you. Check the scoring here in the first half. We've got the uh, scoreboard show and a whole lot more. So stick around. Some interesting games going on in the GPAC uh, this week. Dort is playing at Doan. Northwestern is at Midland. And Dakota Wesleyan is playing in Sioux City against Morningside. Got some NCAA Division I scores to pass along to you as well. Another busy Saturday. Stocks into the football. He's got her teed up. Here comes the kick. It's going to come down here at about the three-yard line. This is Bowman bringing the ball back quickly back to the 20, 25, 30. Penalty flags are down as he has dropped down at the 30-yard line. And now we'll have uh, another penalty. And we'll check this one. I think it's going to go on Briar Cliff where they got the penalties. They brought the flag back to the uh, 27 before the official uh, makes the call. Holding. 95, return team, 10-yard penalty, first down. All right, so we got a penalty on the Briar Cliff. Don't ever know what to do with his mic. He'll blow you out of the water. We talk about the Briar Cliff offense, the change they have made here in the second quarter by rushing the football a lot better. Well, I give you the Hastings College numbers prior to that last drive. Well, you get the starters back in. They throw a 35-yard touchdown pass and rush the football for 36 yards just on that drive. So much better as the Broncos are back in front by 10, 24, 14, 6, 17 left to go till half. Briarcliff has the football at a first to 10 at the 17-yard line. The ball ready coming back out here for uh, Briarcliff. There's a huge hole right there. That's a E-lock and across the 25-30 out to the 31-yard line. Jacob Tarr into the stop for Hastings, but Jimmy, that was a, that was a hole the Mack truck could have driven to right there. A big, big hole in E-Loggin. Is finding some success against the Hastings College defense. This is the number one defense in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Yeah, big, big holes behind that big offensive line for Elogan. He's now at 107 yards on 18 carries. That's the sixth first down for Briarcliff. Now they pitch the ball to him, 30-35, out to the 39-yard line before he's going to be brought down there. So Briarcliff is having a great success running the ball against Hastings. Briarcliff is... Seventh in the conference in rushing offense, averaging 195.2 yards per ball game. Hastings is number one, actually number seven in rushing defense at 189 yards per ball game, but they're number one overall defensively in the GPAC on the defensive side. There's Ellis, the ball carrier there. Ellis brings the ball to the 42-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. So a three-yard gain there by Ellis and Brian Cliff able to uh, move the chains here. 98 yards on 13 carries in this second quarter for Briar Cliff. They're running through the Bronco defense like a hot knife through butter, and they got it uh, out past the 40-yard line to the 40. That ain't the 48-yard line on the board. It's the 43-yard line. Hastings jumping a little bit up front, but no flags here. Waiting for the snap. Demore has now got it. Hands it to Ellis, and he's hitting down. He goes back here at the 40-yard line. Back here at the 40-yard line, making the stop there is a Nathan Howell for Hastings College as he slides through there to make the stop. The product out of Carney Catholic, a former Carney Catholic star, making the stop there. A loss of a couple of yards, and now it's second down and 12. Yeah, Howell doing a great job. Just got through the seam and said, look what I've got here. The ball carrier brings him down, two-yard loss, ball out at the 41-yard line, 425, clock moving here till half. Broncos are offsides. Penalty flags are down. Demore wants to throw, dances in the pocket, now takes a shot downfield, and that one is incomplete. Down the right sideline. He had the free had the free pass there, so he just threw her down the right sideline. It's off of the fingertips of 
Logan Freeman. I think he sees colleges offsides here. Offsides. Defense. 44. Five-yard penalty. Second down. Austin Brenning is the man whistled for the offside call. That gives him a, a fresh five here. And that's going to bring up a second down now. Second down and seven yards to go. So more manageable situation here for the Briarcliff offensive coaching staff. Dylan Tabalray in there at quarterback after being injured in game number one of the 2017 season. He was cleared to play just yesterday. And he gets to start here this afternoon. There's a quick pass thrown out here to the near side. It's going to be caught. Jacob Diaz across the 50-yard line to the Bronco 49 before he is brought down. Wesley Jardim into the stop for Hastings and Nathan Howell. Now it's third down and three yards to go. That was a pickup of four yards in a play. Ball rushing between the 50 and the 49-yard line. That's the Briar Cliff 49, so it's just on this side of the midfield strike. Three minutes and 47 seconds to play second quarter. 24-14, Hastings College out on top of the Briar Cliff Chargers here this afternoon. They hand it away to Elog, and he crashes forward. He's going to be very close to a first down. He only had to take it to the 48, and that's where they're going to stop him at the 48-yard line. It's going to be a first down. If you're running a chain gang, the guy that's uh, leading the chain gang, he's trying to pull the guy from behind because he's not really paying attention. He had a tough time uh, getting the chains moved 10 yards. Must be a new guy because they are the fastest chain gang in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Here's Elongan again getting the uh, call. He's going to be drugged down to 45. But just a two-yard gain. Briarcliff just kind of content, Jimmy, with keeping the ball on the ground. Marching toward the goal line, picking up three and four yards at a crack here, having pretty good success running against the Hastings College defense today. It is second down and eight yards to go. Ball is down here at the Hastings College 45 with three minutes to go now in the second quarter. Dylan DeMore turns, hands the ball away again to Elogan, slips one tackler, and he's brought down here at the 42-yard line. Penalty flags are down. Tackle is made in there by Norman McKissick for Hastings College defensively, but we'll check out the penalty flags. Meeting of the Mines here at the 47-yard line. Penalty flag is down. Holding. Offense. Number 70. 10-yard penalty. Second down. Nelson Brockwell, a junior left tackle from Delray Beach, Florida, is a guy signaled for the offensive holding call. So that brings him back into Briarcliff territory. Back here at the 45-yard line. Second down and about 18 yards to go now for the Chargers. 2.54 to play. Second quarter, 24-14. Hastings with a lead. Pair of wide receivers out each way now. Empty backfield for Demelray. He wants to throw. Now he's going to throw her to nobody. He throws it down to the 10-yard line, and the closest guy to him was there at the 30. Yeah. He just kind of throws it in the center of the field. There was nobody there. So obviously a broken play there, and it's going to be a a third down situation, third down at 18. Well, and again, the guys next door to us, uh, they like that matchup whenever they can get a wide receiver over on Ostendorf. They have really thrown a lot of football way, footballs in the uh, way of Ross Ostendorf here in this football game, and uh, it will go uh, with third down here at about 18 yards to go. The ball at the 45-yard line, 241 left to go to half. Broncos in front, 24-14. Wide receivers again, left and right. DeMore wants to throw, sets up a little screen. He logged grabs it, 45-50, 45, and bam, run down there by Jardim. 
Wesley Jardine. It's like he ran into a brick wall right there. Wesley brings him out and slams him under the turf. Does not get to the first down stakes. In fact, a far short fourth down down, about eight yards to go. So a short pickup and a nice tackle there by Wesley Jardine. Yeah, just the way I used to teach my boys in midget football. You stick them, wrap them up, and drive them to the ground. Jardine does a great job after an eight-yard game, but not enough as the Chargers will look at a fourth down and eight. The ball at the 45-yard line of Hastings. Murray will be back deep. He will stand with his heels at the 10-yard line. Average is about 11 yards per return. High kick here. Fair catch called for and made at the seven. That's where Hastings College will start this drive backed up here with two minutes to play in the second quarter. Next week, off to Sioux Center, Iowa. So we uh, play the Dort Defenders. That's a team that really surprised us last year. Dort has not very many wins in their their history of their program. They were able to sneak in here last year and beat Hastings College. So I'm sure they they have the Broncos' attention next week. Yeah, that ain't good when uh, Dort beats you. In football, especially, you saying they put up put field turf in up uh, up there, so that really is going to be a nice facility. Yeah, they play the high school field that their high school also shares. It's kind of the city field, but yeah, they got turf in there this year. So when it's raining next week, we'll be all right. Here's a, a handoff again, and a big big hole for Hastings across the 15 to the 20. Out to the uh, 24-yard line. Taj Willingham finds a seam with this uh, Briarcliff defense and picks up the first down. I say that because every time we go to Dort, it seems like it's raining, snowing, or a mixture of both. We've had some real crappy weather when we go to Dort. Yeah, and it's great driving home in as well with the uh, the distance that we are away from home. Here's a pass to the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Cloyd, by the way, is back into the ball game for Hastings. Throw over to the far sideline. The intended receiver was Anthony Martinez, the H-back. That was thrown wide of the target. Second down and 10 yards to go. A minute and 37 seconds to play. Hastings out on top of Briar Cliff, 24-14. to 14. So This ball game, much the same way all the script has been written for Briar Cliff this year. They're usually in ball games until about halftime, and then they get outscored grossly in the second half. There's a handoff here to Willingham. 25 hemmed in. Penalty flags down as Willingham goes down at about the 30-yard line. Tackle is made in there by the uh, Chargers. Well, check out the uh, penalty flag. I ain't going to be in the area of a holding against Hastings. Yeah, right in the center of the field. Back where you see all those offensive linemen trying to spring their running back loose. Officials pick up the flag here at about the 25, meeting of the Mines. 75, offense, 10-yard penalty. Blaine Morrow is the uh, guilty party there. He's the uh, right guard, the product out of Grand Island. So instead of a nice gain, we're backed up again back here at the 16-yard line. A minute and 28 seconds to play here in the second quarter. It's 24-14. Hastings has the lead. Broncos don't want to make any silly mistakes down here. Deep in their own territory at the end of the first half to give Brian Cliff any kind of mole hitting into half number two. Anthony Cloyd will be careful here. They'll have a shotgun set here with Taj Willingham just to the right of the quarterback, Cloyd. Cloyd wants to throw it, though. Dances in the pocket. He's going to take a shot downfield. It's going to be overthrown. Intended receiver here for Hastings College was Ty Mercer. That one was overthrown, and now it is third down. 
Third down and still about 20 yards to go following the holding call on the Bronco offensive line. Yeah, and Cloyd, a little bit of trouble there. Packett uh, breaking down on him, was forced out to the right side and thought Mercer was going to go a little deeper downfield. He kind of held up. That was way overthrown into the Bronco bench. One minute and one second left to go here till halftime. The Broncos look at a third down and 20. The ball back at the 15-yard line after that holding. Pair of wide receivers each way now for Anthony Cloyd. With times in the backfield, Cloyd just takes off. He's at the 20. Cloyd is at the 25, 26, 27-yard line, and he's brought down there short of the first down, so Hastings will have to punt. Broncos will have to punt here late in the second quarter. Fourth down and about eight yards to go. Clock is running with 53 seconds to play. Now I think Briar Cliff has called a timeout. They have. Briar Cliff has called a T.O. here. Brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. I invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar. Located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. Back with more after this. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. All right, he you'll have to punt here. Dropping back deep is going to be Delgado for uh, Briar Cliff. He stands at his own 34. Stongo gets it away. Good high kick here. No chance at a return. Bounces at a 40. Bounces at a 35. Is going to come to rest here at about the 32-yard line. And that's where Briar Cliff will start now with 44 seconds to play. In the second quarter, 24-14. Briarcliff giving Hastings all they want here in this ball game. As I mentioned in the pregame show, Briarcliff has been in a lot of ball games. This is uh, nothing new to them. It's just the second half. They've been outscored 96-49 to in the second half of their last five ball games. So you're saying there's a chance in the second half? Yeah, I like the way we sit right now. The of ten a 10-point lead. Of an explosion? We're, we haven't played our best game here no, in the first we, half. We have still got a 10-point lead. We have definitely played down to our level of competition today. Wide receivers left and right here. There's a pass across the middle. It's going to be too high. Incomplete. Ooh, Wesley Jardim was waiting because if Diaz makes that reception right across the middle of the field, the boom was going to be lowered. Ball goes incomplete. Boy, it just seems like the second quarter has just kind of limped along and taken forever, but uh, Briarcliff has done some damage. They've rushed for over 100 yards in the uh, just the second quarter of action, 134 in the game. There's a man run the wrong way. There's a broken play as Damore is going to run the football, and he well, takes it to about the 35 or 36-yard line. He logging went the wrong way. Damore, he turns around. He's going to pitch the ball to him, and he logging went the other way. Nobody home. No, so he's had DeMolray run the football. I'm sure that's the last thing the coaching staff wanted to see is DeMolray coming off of a knee injury running the football. He pops back up here and his third down and eight yards to go as he brings it to the 35-yard line. Six seconds to play. Clock running. DeMolray backs up. He's going to take a shot here. DeMolray steps up in the pocket. 
Throws the ball down the right sideline, and it's going to be incomplete. It's incomplete, and that's the end of the first half. First half comes to a close here today. Hastings College will take a 10-point lead into the locker room at halftime, but it's Hastings College 24 and Briarcliff 14. You're listening to Bronco Football today on 1230 KHAS. I was born and raised here in Hastings, Nebraska. My mom was in and out of hospitals since the age I was two, and I lost her when I was six. Every time I walked past that room, the memories I had with her and being with her has helped me be a more empathetic caregiver. It's an honor to be in the presence of people that took care of my mom. They made me feel always at home and, again, like I was an extension of them. I am the person I am today because of them. You cannot teach compassion. You cannot teach empathy. That's something that's just a part of you. If I can just make a difference in one person's life, then I've, I've done my job. This is just the way that we care for our patients here and their families. I'm Megan Marble, Nursing Quality and Improvement Advisor at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. I'm back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings with a lead by a score of 24 to 14 over the Chargers of Briar Cliff. So Brian Cliff has given us uh, all we want here in the first half, Jimmy. We've had some miscues. They kind of keep this ball game close. Hastings, you feel, is in control of the ball game, but you have a uh, 10-point lead here at the break. Well, yeah, yeah. And the way the game, this, the way this game is played out, yeah, you would feel that the Broncos are way out ahead, but yeah, they've just given Briar Cliff all kinds of uh, opportunities in this first half of action. They've almost doubled us up in offensive plays in this first half of action. You feel like we. It's it's kind of been a strange half. You look at the numbers, and uh, the Broncos did a lot in the first quarter, not a lot in the second quarter. But then uh, it was kind of flipped. The Chargers was able to rush the football on the Broncos here in this uh, second quarter of action. I will run down the uh, scoring here in the first half. We've got all the uh, first half numbers for you. We'll check some scores so around the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation today in major college football. It was uh, three plays and out for the Broncos get the uh, ball game started as far as uh, their defense is concerned. They forced Briarcliff into a punt. They sent her down the field, and it came down, and Anthony Murray fumbled the football inside his own 15-yard line. Briarcliff recovers at the 13. Uh, the very first play, uh, Dylan, the ball right, threw the ball, threw the ball into the end zone to Joe Heinrichs. After the PAT, and after about a minute and 30 seconds of the ball game, Briar Cliff had a 7 to nothing lead over Hastings. Broncos come back on their next drive and take it downfield. They get a 36-yard field goal from Alex Stoggle. The pull within uh, four points at 7-3. to 
Broncos won ahead later on in the first quarter as they completed a four-play 80-yard drive on a touchdown run by Anthony Cloyd. Following the point after a touchdown, it was 10-7. Hastings extending the lead to 17-7 late in the first quarter on a 24-yard run by Taj Willingham. Another four-play 47-yard drive. Hastings had a 17-7 lead going into the second quarter. That was a Briar Cliff scoring on a 21-yard run by Noah Elogan. That made the score 17-14 in favor of Hastings. Then the Broncos scoring on a uh, 35-yard touchdown pass thrown from Anthony Cloyd to Noah House, a five-play 75-yard drive. That's the way we stand here, Jimmy, at halftime. Hastings out on top by a score of 27-14. Halftime stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation, securing resources that enable students to achieve their highest academic endeavors. Again, I talked about what a strange half of football it, it really has been with uh, Briar Cliff uh, offensively in the first quarter not putting a lot up, but then they found some success running the football against this very stingy Bronco defense. So at the half for Briar Cliff, uh, I have them unofficially. The uh, quarterback in Dylan DeMore is 6 of 15 passing, just 48 yards. He does have one touchdown, that in the first quarter. The Chargers rushed it 28 times and 134 yards in the first half, so 182 of total offense on 43 offensive plays. They had seven first downs and four penalties to round out their statistics uh, as a team. Individual leaders, uh, the guy that's really kind of hurt the Broncos is uh, Noah Elogan. He's got 21 carries and 122 of the 134 rushing in that first half. He's done a a good job. Also, a 21-yard touchdown run by Elogan in the second quarter. For Hastings, Broncos only with 25 offensive plays in that first half, and they hold a a 10-point lead here at half. Passing numbers, Anthony Cloyd. Cloyd's numbers are actually 5 of 7 passing. Cloyd with one touchdown in that first half of action, 75 yards for Cloyd. The other quarterback that uh, came in, Clark Livingston. Clark is 0 for 3, two incompletions and one interception in that first half. Rushing numbers, 15 carries, just 15 rushes for the Bronco offense. 207 yards, though, pretty effective. So 282 of total offense in that first half on 25 offensive plays. The Broncos with six first downs, and as well, they have four penalties. Leading uh, receivers in the ballgame, it's uh, Schamberger with a couple of catches and 18 yards. Kaleo Buckman, one catch, nine yards. Taj Willingham has one catch, 13 yards. And Noah Hausch has that one reception, and it was a 35-yard touchdown pass from Anthony Cloyd. Rushing numbers, Cloyd with four carries, 93 yards. He has a touchdown from six yards. And Taj Willingham with eight carries, 89 yards. Taj with a 24-yard touchdown run in the first quarter. But, again, we kind of played around with the quarterback change. It may be uh, changed things a little bit. But right now the Bronco offense, the fresh starters, the fresh 11, they look uh, very good out there as they've been able to move the football up and down against the Charger defense. But it's our rush defense that concerns me a little bit. Elogan has really found some seams in that Bronco defense, and they have played pretty well all year long, but they've given up, uh, again, 134 yards on the ground here at the half. So adjustments uh, with uh, Coach Valentine and uh, Harp at halftime for this Bronco defense. But, again, the Broncos hold a 10-point lead here at half, 24-14. to 14. All right, halftime here this afternoon. We'll take a break and uh, come back and check some scores as we continue with Bronco football in 1230 KHAS. 
Family Medical Center of Hastings is the best place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is Hastings' only independent family medicine clinic dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. We're your family's home for health care at 1021 West 14th, supporting Hastings College and all area student-athletes. All right, back here at halftime. Hastings College is out on top of the Briarcliff Chargers. The score is 24-14. to Here's a surprise going on in Crete today in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The Dort defenders have the lead over the Doan College Tigers at halftime, 14-7. to Doan is ranked in the uh, nation's top 25. And Dort, our next week's opponent, they've got a lead over Hastings College, rather over uh, the Doan College Tigers, 14-7. to they're at halftime. Late in the second quarter in Sioux City, Morningside is leading Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 28 to nothing. Morningside 28, Dakota Wesleyan nothing. The other game going on is Northwestern playing in Fremont against uh, Midland University. You haven't seen anything coming across on that game yet. And again, Hastings has got the lead here over Briar Cliff. The score is 24 to 14. Later on tonight, we've got Nebraska and Wisconsin playing. The Badgers, the number nine team in the uh, the country in Lincoln to take on the Huskers. Nebraska has won 20 straight night games. However, Wisconsin comes in as the, the heaviest favorite by a visiting team in 43 years as they take on the Huskers. They have an 11-point uh, advantage as far as uh, the point spread is concerned. So they will square off here at 7 o'clock tonight. We've got pregame coverage already underway on the breeze, KOIQ 94.5. Checking some other scores. Games in progress today in NCAA Division I ranks. We've got Toledo leading Eastern Michigan by the score of 20-15. to 15. Texas Tech is taking care of the Kansas Jayhawks. They're in the fourth quarter. The score is 55-19. to 19. Fourth quarter score, Virginia 28 and Duke 21. Here's a fourth quarter score at Syracuse over Pittsburgh, 27 to 16. Halftime score, Ohio 14, Central Michigan 13. Miami of Ohio has got the lead over Bowling Green. There in the second quarter, the score is 13 to 10. In the first quarter, Louisiana Monroe 16, Texas State 6. In the first quarter, it is Florida International 3. Middle Tennessee, three. Final score in, the Iowa State Cyclones upsetting third-ranked Oklahoma today. The score of 38-31. to That's a surprise as the Oklahoma Sooners, the third-ranked team in the country, they go down to the Iowa State Cyclones today, 38-31. to The number four-ranked team, Penn State, has got the lead over Northwestern, and now that one is final. Penn State, 31, and Northwestern, 7. The Iowa Hawkeyes improved to 4-2 and two in the season. Iowa winners today over Illinois, 45-16. Number two, Clemson continues to win. The Tigers are now, what, 6-0 and in the season? They beat Wake Forest today by a score of 28-14. Fifth-ranked Georgia, winners over Vanderbilt, 45-14. It was 12th-ranked Auburn beating Ole Miss today, 44 
the 23. Tulane, winners over Tulsa, 62 to 28. And a final score at Temple beat East Carolina by a score of 34 to 10. Other games starting here in just a little bit. In fact, here in the 2.30 time slot, you've got West Virginia playing at TCU. Miami is supposed to play Florida State today. I haven't seen the, the last word on that game. That was kind of up in the air due to Hurricane Nate, who was making this way under the uh, mainland. That was going to affect. That's actually a, a rescheduled game from earlier this season when Hurricane Irma came to shore. So maybe they just don't want to play that game this year. But uh, it's on the schedule. I think it's going to be ready to go as Hurricane Nate makes this way under the uh, mainland down south. Miami and Florida State scheduled a kickoff here. At 2.30, Notre Dame also has a 2.30 game today playing at North Carolina. Some other 2.30 games getting started now. LSU is playing the Florida Gators down in the swamp. Minnesota is playing at Purdue today. Purdue a much improved team. They're sitting at 2-2 two and two in the season. The Huskers will play Purdue here in two weeks as Nebraska goes with Wisconsin, Ohio State, and then on the road at a very much improved uh, Purdue Boilermaker team. So the next three weeks, uh, Nebraska has got some tough outings coming up here. New Mexico State is playing at Appalachian State. That's in a 2.30 ball game as well. There's another score that's just uh, getting started, and that is uh, Ball State and Akron. They have uh, just kicked off. Air Force and Navy has just kicked off, as well as Kent State and Northern Illinois, Western Michigan and Buffalo, Charleston Southern and Indiana. They're going all started at 2.30 today. The Ohio State Buckeyes, they have a, a 3 o'clock game today against Maryland. That would be a tough game. Ohio State 4-1 and in the season, 2-0 and in the Big Ten. The Terrapins might be the surprise team in the Big Ten. They're sitting at 3-1. and They're 1-0 in the conference. We'll find out more if the, the Terps are for real today as they take on the Ohio State Buckeyes at 3. Other 3 o'clock games will have Oregon State playing USC. Arkansas against South Carolina, Louisiana Tech against UAB, Colorado State, and Utah State. And later on tonight, you've got Louisiana playing Idaho, Marshall at Charlotte, Florida Atlantic at Old Dominion, Army playing at Rice, Georgia State at Coastal Carolina, SMU playing at Houston, Kansas State has a tough one tonight playing at Texas, Southern Mississippi at Texas San Antonio. Alabama is on the road this week. They're playing at Texas A&M. Virginia Tech playing at Boston College tonight. Michigan State at Michigan. Missouri at Kentucky. Fresno State at San Jose State. Washington State is playing at Oregon. Scott Frost is playing on the road this weekend. You call it Scott Frost team or is it Central Florida? Central Florida is playing at Cincinnati in uh, college football action tonight. Western Kentucky and UTEP, Arizona and Colorado, Stanford and Utah, Hawaii. They're playing tonight, but they're on the mainland. So you just forget them. Hawaii playing at Nevada tonight. California and Washington, San Diego State at UNLV. And uh, that's pretty much the action last night. In major college football, in case you missed it, it was Memphis beating Connecticut by the score of 70-31. to And Boise State beat BYU 24-7. to So that's what's going on in college football. Again, around the Great Plains Athletic Conference today, you've got Hastings out on top of Briarcliff, 
Final score of 24-14. Late in the second quarter, Morningside trashing Dakota Wesleyan. It is 28-0, and Doan right now is trailing Dort. They are at halftime. The Dort defenders leading the nationally ranked Doan College Tigers is at 14-7. We've got the second half coming up. You're listening to Bronco Football today on 1230 KHIS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the best place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is Hastings' only independent family medicine clinic dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. We're your family's home for health care at 1021 West 14th, supporting Hastings College and all area student-athletes. Back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, it is 24-14. Hastings College has got the lead. The Broncos with 287 yards of total offense so far, 189 yards for the Chargers of Briar Clough. Like we said, we made a big mistake at the beginning of the ball game. Hastings got the momentum back with the 17 straight points. They throw a couple of interceptions. We go three and out a couple of times. Briar Cliff got back into the ball game and kind of seized control of the uh, contest. But Hastings College able to score one right here before halftime. We've got the 10-point lead again at 24-14. to 14. Now the big thing is, uh, is Briar Cliff going to roll over like they have their last five games in the, in the second half? Not because they want to roll over. Not because they only want to play two quarters of football. But there's just not a lot of depth on this team. And those guys have been out there for a long, long time. Well, they really have, and uh, you look at the Broncos uh, on the other side of things. You wanted them to get off to a good start. They kind of did. They had a little hiccup there on that uh, punt return by Murray. He fumbled it, and uh, they were able to throw the touchdown and get the early lead, but then Hastings, uh, very calm and cool, was able to come back and uh, retain the lead, and they lead it here at uh, by 10 at halftime at 24-14. to 14. But you'd like to see the Broncos come out of the, the gates here early, and uh, then you can get some of them younger guys into the game. Uh, again, we've seen the quarterback substitution with uh, Clark Livingston getting in there. Clark, th- first pass of the day through the interception. Then he had two incompletions. But Cloyd has had a good half of football. He's thrown her nearly 100 yards in the half. All right, we've got the second half coming up. That's the halftime show here today. Again, Hastings College has got the lead over Briarcliff 24-14. Second half is straight ahead. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. 
Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Back here at the Osborne Sports Complex as we get ready for the second half of play. Time of possession. Briar Cliff is leading that category. 18-30. for Hastings. Broncos doing a much better job on penalties. Three penalties in uh, 25 yards today. That'll make Tony happy. They had 12 last week for over 100 yards. Kickoff returns for Briar Cliff. Four and for they 114. Ha- yeah, the Hastings uh, special teams, that's not going to make them happy again. No, four kickoff returns for 114 yards. Wow, that ain't good. That's ugly. That ain't good. In the last couple of weeks, it's been over uh, 200 yards and makes Tony blow a cork at 200. All right, so we're set to go. The uh, second half here, Hastings College out on top of Briar Cliff 24-14. Chargers looking for their first win of the season. They're 0-6. Hastings looking for their fifth one of the season. The Broncos at four and one. That's what we need. There you go. Yeah, that's what we need. We had the jigging music at the beginning yeah. of the ball game, and you know what happened then? Yeah, we got the jigging music back out there. Hastings is going to receive the, the second half kickoff. That's a Darren Scott back there, along with Austin Rolette. We're back at about the three yard line. Hey, what? They don't kick it off. They're going to have to rewind the tape going to be through this song. Paying an overtime. Yeah. Punch the overtime clock. Alright, so get things teed up. Hastings will be moving from our left to our right here in the second half of play. You know, there's certain songs that you can hear in just about any stadium in the nation. Mm-hmm. This is one of them right yes, here. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, well, you, you know who plays this? No. At the end of the third quarter at Camp Randall. Oh, really? And, and Yeah. See, Camp Randall of Wisconsin, They at the end of the third quarter, they jump around. I don't know if I'd want to be jumping around in a football stadium to bring the house down, but know, it gets pretty wild up there at uh, Camp Randall. Maybe we ought to just play that at the end of the third quarter tonight, and we'll see if they, they jump around in the stadium. Well, we may be jumping around. Might be looking for the exit. <laughs> might, might be. Where's the nearest exit? Yeah. What do we got? I, I don't know what we've got going on. They had the football teed up at the 30. Yeah, they had it on the wrong yard marker. <laughs> He was going to kick off from the 30, and the official says, no, bring her up here to the 35, boys. Yeah, they were getting set to go. Briar Cliff had the ball teed up at the 30-yard line. Now they bring him back up here to the 35 where they should be. <laughs> Dave Kamara says, it's all right, but I've had days like that before. <laughs> uh, here's the kickoff. It's going to be a good one. It's going to wow. sail over the head of uh, Roulette into the end zone. He should have kicked off from the 30-yard line. We might have had a chance. Well, it would have only been about two yards deep in the uh, end zone. That one there went about eight yards deep. So the Bronco offense will trot out onto the field. Again, the Bronco offense with 282 yards of offense in that first half. They threw it for 75 and ran it for 207. And uh, Cloyd will be out on the field here officially. I guess it was uh, 138 of rushing and 51 passing. And uh, the Bronco offense back out on the field. I was just checking Rashad uh, or Taj Willingham. He's got eight carries, eight carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. So they were trying to limit his carries today, and he's he's got eight today. So first down and 10 for Hastings. They'll have the ball here at the 25-yard line following the touchback. Cloyd. In the gun. Cloyd's going to take off. He's going to run it. 25-30. Cloyd down here to the 33-yard line where he's brought down there. 
Tackle is made in there by Nate Erickson, the free safety for the Briarcliff Chargers. So 24-14, Hastings has got the lead. The second half is underway. Broncos quickly up to the line of scrimmage here. Two wide receivers coming to the right side. That's a Schamberger going to the left side of the formation now. Anthony Cloyd in the backfield with Taj just to his left. Cloyd has got the ball. Fakes the handoff. Cloyd has got it. He's in trouble. Outruns the defender. 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Down the sideline. 45 to the 40-yard line, and he's run out of bounds. Send him to the circus, Jimmy. Yeah. He tight ropes the uh, far sideline and takes the ball all the way down to the 40-yard line. That's a first down for Hastings, and the tackle is made in there by, uh, what is it, Miles Jones making the stop? Miles Jones? Is he related to Burt? No, no, don't get it started. <laughs> 27 yards on the Cloyd run and a great job of tight roping down the far sidelines in front of head coach Dennis Wagner. They get the football at the far hash mark into Charger territory. Initial drive of the second half here, first and 10 for Hastings. Wide receivers left and right. Here's a handoff again to Taj. Bangs his way across the 40 down to the 37-yard line where he's brought down and pick it before. Anytime you see a Jones in the starting lineup, you just start sliving all over. You start foaming at the mouse because you know that there's so many Joneses we can talk about. Marty. Ricky Lee. Tom. Yeah, there. Tom Jones, he's my favorite. He died, didn't he? Not too long oh, ago. Oh, no, you're not going to do dead or alive deal on me, are you? <laughs> I, I don't know. We can save that and when we get yeah. out to a huge lead here. It's only 24 to 14 too early to start talking about that stuff. Second down and six yards to go. He sings with the ball on the 37. Todd's again in the sweep, and he runs out of real estate over there. Nothing but white shirts. Puts his head down and drives it to about the 36. Sheldon Edwards in the stop there for Briar Clough. Edwards is senior out of Fontana, California. Now Hastings looking at a third down situation. Third down here at about five yards to go. Broncos in Briarcliff territory here, leading by a score of 24 to 14 with 12.40 to play in the third quarter. As Dave Kamara signals in the plays here off of the near sideline. They've got wide receivers, two of them split out to the left side of the formation, one to the right side. There's a quick little pass across the middle. That one is knocked down. They were trying to get a quick pass thrown over there to a Kaleo Buckman, and the ball is a knockdown there by Materno Hussan. And now it's a fourth down and five situation. And now Hastings, let's see, we're at the 36-yard line. Hastings will punt. And watching the replay there, that pass was going to be a little bit behind Buckman as he tried to run the uh, slant across the middle. And again, very fortunate that was not picked off. Stoggs will stand right at midfield to get this punt away. Byron Cliff still in the ball game here, trailing by the score of 24-14. Stoggs into the football. It's going to be a driving kick, bounces to the five, and that's going to go into the end zone. Or did it. They got it. Nice save back there. Great play by Anthony Murray, and he knocks the ball back in at the one-yard line. I thought that was for sure, Jimmy, into the end zone. And Anthony Murray swats it back, and Hastings gets the down at the one-yard line. That was a great play. Well, and that was uh, one of them uh, rugby-style kicks. The Stogs took off to the near side, and I thought, well, wait a minute. They're going to try to fake this again because he has run three uh, fake punts this season. 
and he got an end-over-end. I was waiting to see the uh, replay there, but he kind of got an end-over-end line drive away. The return man let it go, but a great job by Murray, batting it inbounds. And now, with the lineman standing right on the goal line, it's inside the one-yard line. He's going to go straight ahead. This is a different quarterback in there. Right now, that's Barlow. This is the guy who was uh, scheduled to start for Brian Clifton, a chance Barlow, a six foot, 205 pound junior out of the Harris, Texas. He was a scheduled starter today, but then uh, Dylan DeMolray got clearance to play. He was the original starter to start the year. They had two games this year, and they lost three quarterbacks. Well, and DeMolray just come back into the game, so they wanted to get a little breathing room. They picked up uh, what we'll call it one and a half, going to be second down. They'll call it eight. Ball at the two-yard line now. Demolray back in there now as he's going to stand in the end zone. Flushed, he throws it out to the far side. Nobody home. Nobody around. What about an intentional grounding? That's what Tony's going to talk to him about here. He just kind of threw that one to the far sideline. Nobody over there. No flags. So it's going to be a third down situation now. Broncos got to keep him pinned back here now, Jimmy, because they'll get good field position. On third down and eight yards to go. The ball is sitting at the three-yard line. Interesting that they bring in Barlow for one play. Well, and here he comes again now. All right, so Barlow is back in there now for Briar Clough as they shuttle their quarterbacks in here deep in their own territory. They're going to set up an eye formation. Barlow is going to be up under center. Now they call yeah, a timeout. They're a, they're a mess right now. Yeah, Briar Cliff calls the uh, timeout. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next time. You're out to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the water park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, third down at eight yards to go. The ball is at the three-yard line. Brian Cliff backed up here at the three-yard line. Barlow is going to hand the ball away. He logged and he is hit, and down he goes. He is thrown down there. Nice defensive play by Alex Allen, and uh, Broncos want a safety. They're not going to get it. No, they're not going to. They're going to give him forward progress just across the goal line. It'll be a loss of about a yard and a half. Great defensive surge anyway, and now the Broncos, I would send the house here. They're going to be. Uh, they're going to have to punt this. They're going to, the punter's going to have his feet right on the end line. And uh, boy, if the Broncos don't get a block, they're going to get great field position. You suppose uh, Tony takes the defensive unit out for ice cream and sprinkles because they were all signaling uh, safety there. I think if they they get a safety, I think it's time for Tony to treat. It's ice cream. That's ice cream. Tony. Huh? Tony I'll be darn. Tony treats. I think when the defense scores, they all wanted it right there. They didn't get it. There's a snap. He's going to get it away. He should get great field position here. Ball bounces at the 32. It goes out of bounds at the 40-yard line. 
That's the 40-yard line at Briarcliff. Yeah, the defense, they really wanted that to safety back there. In fact, they were all going with the, the safety signal down there, and the officials didn't agree. So Hastings will get the ball. Well, and you look at Hastings offensively. They started out that uh, first drive of the second half, rushing to football, four carries and 39 yards on that drive. Taj Willingham with 94 yards on 10 carries. Anthony Cloyd has 127 on six carries, but a great starting position here for Hastings. At the 38-yard line of Briarcliff, it'll be... Uh, Cloyd's out there. Yeah, Cloyd in there in the power pistol. All right. Tom's Willingham, they're going to run the option play. Cloyd takes off 30. He's at the 25-yard line, still on his feet, down to the 21. That's a first down. Anthony Cloyd moves it from the 38 down to the 21-yard line, a 17-yard gain on an option play to the white, uh, white side of the field. Boy, and for Cloyd, he's racking up a big, big afternoon. 144 now after a 17-yard gain. Cloyd has had runs of 27, 25, 24, and 30 here today. Noah House, your wide receiver, now split out to the left side of the formation. Two wide outs, including Jordan Johnson coming to the right side. There's a handoff again to Willingham. Races to the edge, and Willingham runs out of real estate over there. And he is brought down at about the 18-yard line. Laterno Hussan making the uh, stop there. Runs him out of bounds. Down around the 18-yard line. A pickup of four yards in a play. Second down, six yards to go. Ten minutes and eight seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings out on top of Briarcliff by a score of 24-14. to 14. Broncos looking for their fifth win of the season. They would go to 5-1 and one with a victory here today. It would match a, their best start. The best start from 2012. They were 6-0. and oh, Second best start in recent years. There's Anthony Cloyd breaking outside 10-yard line. Cloyd leans forward down to about the 7th. Run out of bounds here on the near sideline. And he seems to have another first down. That's uh, Bullman over here to uh, make the stop. Knocking him out of bounds. Ladarian Bullman. He seems to have it at the 7th. Yeah, we, we got out to a 6-0 start back in 2012, and Hastings looking to go to 5-1 with a victory here this afternoon with a meeting with the Dort defenders next Saturday up in Sioux Center. Dort, by the way, has got the lead over Doan, 14-7 at halftime. 9.35 to play here in the third quarter. Hastings leading by 10. Broncos knocking on touchdown door. They've got the ball down here at the 7-yard line of Briarcliff. Ball is on the near side hash. Four-man front here for Briarcliff. Here's a handoff. Taj Willingham, five-yard wow. line. He takes it in the end zone. Touchdown. Nobody touched him. He just slid through there and scores easily for Hastings, and it's 30-14 to 14 Broncos. 12 carries now and 104 yards on the afternoon for Taj Willingham. He has two touchdowns. What a great job of blocking on the left side of that offensive line. They opened up a great seam, and when Taj seen it, he cut it right up the middle of the field, and you're right. Nobody touched him going into the end zone from seven yards out. Alex Stockgold back into the ball game for Hastings. The Broncos have the advantage now 30-14. to 14. And it's now 31-14 to 14 as Stockgold adds the point after touchdown. The PAT is good. We'll take a break. Nine minutes and 17 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings out on top as the Broncos 31, Briarcliff 14. 
Family Medical Center of Hastings is the best place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is Hastings' only independent family medicine clinic dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. We're your family's home for health care at 1021 West 14th, supporting Hastings College and all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. All right, Hastings College going forward, plays 38 yards here in the third quarter. The Broncos now have the lead over Briar Cliff on a score of 31 to 14. Dropping back deep, you're going to have Bullman and uh, Omar Crawford back here. They're standing at the five yard line. Stoggs has got the ball teed up at 35. The Broncos now have a 17 point lead at 31 to 14. All right, so Alex Stoggle will get into the football here for Hastings. Byron Cliff moving from our right to our left here in the third quarter. Stoggs waits for the whistle. He's got it. Here comes the run-up and the boot now. High kick. Settling under it is going to be Crawford at the 10. Quickly back to the 20, 25, 30. And he's knocked down at about the 34-yard line. That's where Byron Cliff will start. First down at 10 on their own 34. Hastings out on top here in this football game. Kalen Reese, a reserve uh, safety for the Broncos, down on the special teams to make the play. First down and 10 for Brian Cliff. They've got it here. They're going to put her down at the 34-yard line officially. We'll check out the quarterback situation. It's going to be the guy we've seen most of the day here today, Demore. As he hands the ball away to E. Logan, looks inside, spins away at the 38, across the 40, to the 41-yard line. Wesley Jardine, the stop there for Hastings College defensively. Second down and four yards to go. They give up six yards in the last play. Ball's on the near side hash. 8.50 to play, third quarter. Wide receivers split out to the left and the right. Late man coming off of the sideline now for Briarcliff. Now man comes in motion. DeMolray waiting for the snap. He's got it. Gives the ball away to Elogan. He's hit and driven down to the turf. Tackle is made in there by Norman McKissick. McKissick is having a good ball game here today. He's a senior out of Parker, Colorado. He's got, what, six tackles now. Remember, Hastings playing without Tyler Kennedy, our leading tackler, who is going to be out for a while. He suffered an injury during practice this week. Third down now for Briar Cliff. They've got the ball at the 41-yard line. That's their own 41. Man goes in motion. That's Diaz. Now he stops, comes back to this side again as they hand the ball away to Elogan. He is hit right at the 43, and down he goes. Jacob Tarrant was stopped. He had to take the ball to the 44, and he has stopped at the 43-yard line. He stopped short of a first down. So now Briar Cliff looking at fourth down and one. You're trailing 31-14, to 14. and what's Dennis Wagner want to do here? Great job by Jacob Tarr coming up from playing uh, that safety back there. Came up and made the first down stopping tackle. That was a big shot. Elogan having a good afternoon, 130 yards of rushing. Dennis Wagner says, hey, we're going to go for it. we got a big offensive line. we got to be able to get one. Fourth down in a yard. There's a snap. They give it away to Elogan. He is hit. He is hit. He is hit. Down he goes. I don't think he got there. No, he did not. That's not even close. 
I think he lost a yard. He was hit three times right there at the line of scrimmage. Leading the charges was a Jardim. Also in there, Alex Allen. So Hastings holds on fourth down in a yard. Anthony Murray also getting up. Hastings guessed right defensively right there, Jimmy. They had a lot of uh, crimson shirts right in the hole there. Yeah, they did a lot of meat uh, there to attack. And the Bronco offense comes back out on the field. They got the football at the Briarcliff 42-yard line, already leading 31-14. to Cloyd will stay in there. Agaga will be behind him. A couple of wide receivers to the right side and one out to the left side on this first down snap. Hastings is starting here at the 42-yard line at Briarcliff. There's Travis Agaga. He's hitting down. He goes. Did not get started there. A tackle is made in there by Logan Knutson. Knutson, he's had a good day today for the Briarcliff defensive line. Big 260-pound freshman from Williamsburg, Iowa. A loss of two yards in a play there by Travis Agaga. And now second down and 12 yards to go. He sings with the ball on the 44 Briarcliff. Six minutes and 48 seconds to play. Here in the rapidly moving third quarter, he sings his out on top by a score of 31 to 14. Travis Agaga with just two carries in this game, just a gain of one and a loss of two right there as Cloyd's going to throw. Lloyd throws a near side, it's caught by House. Noah House breaks away at the 25 to the 20, outside at numbers 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Second touchdown of the day for Noah House. Grabs that ball, slips a couple of tackles, Jimmy, and then it was. Noah House to the house. That's now 37 to 14 Broncos. Two receptions, 79 yards, and both those catches have been touchdowns. And that just uh, not only does House have speed, he has got size. He stiff arms the defender once he caught that football. And if House wouldn't have been the intended receiver, his big frame, he was able to bring that one down and take it the distance as uh, Stogs into the game for the PAT, and it is good, but that's just size right there. That ball was thrown high, and House, a big target, he was able to bring it down and then strength to get away from his defender, and then he's got good wheels. He takes it to the house. Anthony Cloyd to Noah House for the touchdown. Six minutes and 25 seconds to play here in the third quarter. It's now Hastings 38 Briarcliff 14. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. Right back here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Coach Harper busy. He had his nose in the defensive huddle, then he sprints down to the offensive huddle today. He's holding school in uh, both ends here today. Yes, he is. He's all juiced up down there. Boy, he's jumping around. Now he wants to get out here on his kickoff team. And uh, one guy going to get jiggy with it. Check out Wesley Jardim's hair. I wonder if you'd look, you'd, look, you'd look good for You'd look good in that. I was going to give him the award for the year. He's got the best hairdo. How he gets all that inside of a helmet is beyond me. Well, you're going to watch him because he's going to stick it on there. <laughs> all right, here's the kickoff. He's going to come down to the three-yard line. Center of the field, back to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and he's crushed at the 31-yard line. That's Ladarian Bowman bringing the ball back there for the Chargers. So Hastings now out on top by a score of 38 to 14. Hastings fell behind early in the ballgame, 7 to nothing after fumbling away 
A uh, punt return inside their own 15-yard line. There's been all Hastings since, and it's 38-14. The Broncos taking charge here. They really are. Broncos here in the third quarter. Nine rushes, 77 yards. Running back and our quarterback, that'd be Willingham and Cloyd, both over 100 yards, having big days. And uh, Noah House with a couple of touchdowns here in this ball game. And uh, all's well in Bronco land with 619 left to go here in the third quarter. Here's a pistol set with wide receivers left and right. DeMolre wants to throw, backs up, throws it far side. It's going to be caught here at the 39-yard line. Nice catch over there in the, the far sideline. Now what do they say? Penalty flags here in the middle of the field. I think holding. I have a penalty flag down right here. The official making the call. 69. Offense. 10-yard penalty. Remains first down. All right, so that completed pass goes all for not. Dolan, or Doyle Dunman is a guilty party. Offensive lineman, 6'2", 260 pounds from Pasadena, Maryland. They know they had a Pasadena, Maryland. They got one on the West Coast. Yeah, they got one on the East Coast, too. Boy, they, again, these players come from all over to play for this Briarcliff Charger team. Down to six minutes to go. DeMore wants to throw. He does. Gets his man at the 30-yard line. Sprints forward to the 35. He's out of bounds. Jacob Diaz is the guy grabbing the ball there. But they're still looking at a second down in... Five situation. The ball is brought up here to the 35-yard line. Briarcliff is yet to hit 100 yards in passing. That's just a 15-yard gain. Gives them 63. Football out to the 35-yard line. Brings up second down and five from the 35 with five. 55. That is a lot of fives and a mouthful from the 35-yard line. Now they swing the ball out here to Diaz. Slips through a couple of tacklers. Brings it across the 40 out to the 44. That's going to be enough for a first down. So back-to-back. Receptions made there by Jacob Diaz. Now they move the sticks as they bring the ball to the 44-yard line. Briarcliff working quickly here. They're trailing in the ball game by a score of 38-14. to Three wide receivers set off to the right side this time with a wide receiver to the left. Pistol set here. Running back right behind the quarterback, DeMore. He dances in the pocket, takes a shot down deep down the right sideline, and it's going to be incomplete. Brian Cliff, coaches beside us, wanted a pass interference on Anthony Murray. They didn't get it. They take a shot down the right sideline. That's Freeman again. They've attempted a couple of times to this guy, Logan Freeman, and they haven't been able to make the connection down there. Coaches to our left thought that maybe Anthony Murray got there a little bit too quickly, voicing their disapproval. So now it's second down and 10 from the 44-yard line. Yeah, that's the most emotion we've seen out of the – Coaching staff over here all game long. You suppose this is Titus over here beside us? He's the uh, one of the coaches, a defensive back star from uh, Nebraska from a few years ago. There's a ball hit to the uh, left side here. It's going to be caught. And, boy, DeMore went down hard with a, a big shot here, but the pass is complete, and DeMore is slow in getting up. Penalty flags there at the 39-yard line, so we'll sort all this out. This might be a late hit. Nope. Holding. Offense. Number 70. 10-yard penalty. Remain second down. So that was a completed pass, but Domore takes a shot. It'll check out. Uh, we'll double-check this number here as we're watching it on the replay. Coming in there and delivering the shot for Hastings was Brandon Barbosa. And, wow, he got into him. And Domore, he was slow in getting up. So after all that, 
everything is wiped off and you get penalized 10 yards. Yeah, you know who they haven't thrown a flag on or at least called him out yet? Oh, big boy in there. Yeah, he's... Oh, Kenny, Kenny Trisvant. Yeah, he's just doing his game out there. Yeah. Here's DeMillery. He wants to throw again across the middle. That one is behind his intended receiver down here at the 45-yard line of Hastings College. Again, they go to uh, Jacob Diaz, and that time he couldn't come up with it. That was third down and 20 yards to go. Yeah, he's still out there. Kenny Trezvant, 6'5", 430 pounds, and a junior from Modesto, California, still anchoring the right guard position up there. Dylan DeMore with a pistol set, grabs the ball knee high, dances in a pocket, throws it again right side, and that is uh, incomplete. Overthrowing his uh, intended receiver over there. So that's going to bring up a fourth down. That pass was intended for the H-back, Rashad Brown. That was grossly overthrown. But that one's fourth down and 20 yards to go, and Byron Cliff will have to punt. Anthony Murray will drop back deep for Hastings. He's going to get settled around the somewhere in the 30-yard line. In beautiful afternoon here, now there is zero, zero clouds. Here in Hastings as the flag's barely moving. And the Broncos hold a 38-14 lead. They're going to get the football back yet again. Jacob Diaz is the punter. High kick. Murray signals for the fair catch. He makes it at the uh, 28-yard line. Hastings challenge will come back out. Here comes Anthony Cloyd. (laughs) What are you laughing at? Omar Crawford was down there. He was in the face of Murray after he made that fair catch. The official comes over, taps him on the shoulder, points to the sidelines like, just get off the field. You don't need to be jawing. I guess I would have pointed at the scoreboard and said, scoreboard, scoreboard. Check the personnel out there. Still going to be the starters, so to speak. Cloyd will be in there at quarterback. Willingham, Schamberger, Johnson. House is going to stay on the sidelines. He's had a good afternoon. Got his helmet in hand. All right, so Hastings will start first down and 10 from their own 29-and-a-half-yard line, working left to right here in this uh, third quarter. And here's Anthony Cloyd. He's going to be hit, and he's going to be sacked. He's going to be sacked back there by uh, Briar Cliff, and getting through there is, let's see. I didn't check the number. We can watch it here on the replay. Getting through there, number five, it looks like. And also uh, Jared Estes making the uh, stop there. They get the, the sack. First sack of the afternoon for the Briarcliff defense. Cloyd had nowhere to go. He usually can get out of those, but uh, brought him down. Six-yard loss. They run the option play here. Pitchback comes here to Willingham. And Dodge brings it to about the 25, so a short pickup. Hastings now looking at third down and long. Tyler Wright going to stop there. The junior from Tucson, Arizona for the Briarcliff defense. Hastings looking at third down and 16 yards to go. Three minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the third quarter. The Broncos comfortably ahead here, 38-14 to 14 over Brian Clough. The play comes in. Here comes wide receivers to the right side. In fact, two of them to the left and two of them to the right. Taj Willingham just off of the right side of Anthony Cloyd. Grabs the ball, backs up, stands in the pocket, throws it far side, caught. Noah House, and he's out of bounds about a yard shy of a first down. That was a mistake by Noah. He didn't get deep enough, Jimmy. He was wide open. He was wide open, and all he had to do was take about a, another yard, 
He didn't even know when the first down, that was a mistake by Noah. Yeah, and he sees left to punt. He was wide open. Yeah, and I was just watching. He had to come back for the football a little bit, but his momentum carried him out of bounds. He needed about 17, and he gets, what, 16, and now they're going to send Stoggs in for the punt. That was a mistake. He should have had a first down right there. Stoggs has got the ball. Now he's going to try to run for it again. This time he's going to be sacked, and down he goes. Stocks has been successful the last couple of weeks. Not that time. Now they've they've seen it on film enough, yep, Jimmy. Yep. And Omar Crawford, he comes in, and Stocks had no chance. A loss of six yards on the fake punts. And yeah, they had that one. They had that one smelled out with no problem. Yeah, yeah. There was no chance of this. There was great penetration. Look at Crawford was not even touched. Brought Stocks down at the twenty-five yard line and. Stogg's not a uh, speedster out there by any means and was not able to outrun Crawford. They bring him down now. Another uh, shot in the arm here for Briar Cliff. They've got the football at the Bronco 25-yard line. We have certainly given him chances here in this ballgame. Here's Elogan. He's hit once, tries to spin away, and he is brought down there. Elogan takes it up inside. He spins away, and he is brought down as he takes it to the right side of the formation. A loss of a yard in the play, second down. Second down and 11 as the ball is brought back here to the 26-yard line. Elogan had a big second quarter, but they've really held him in check here in the third quarter, but only four yards on seven carries for Elogan. Now we got trouble. The ball Ray fields his snap, and he just throws it to the far side, and it goes out of bounds. The ball Ray picks that one up off of the turf. Hastings got tremendous penetration. Coming in there was a Tyler Parthamer, and he just threw it to the far sideline. Now we got a flag down. It's going to be intentional grounding, I think. Yeah, intentional grounding. That was a late flag, and I'm sure the officials finally decided what transpired there. And DeMore is going to be whistled, I think, for a uh, intentional grounding call here as he just kind of threw it to the sideline after picking the ball up off of the turf. Officials trying to sort this baby out. It was second down and 11 yards to go. Officials will huddle here at about the 41-yard line. Bronco football for you here this afternoon on 1230 KHIS and also online, www.hastingslink.com as the officials get ready to make the call here. Routing. Offense. Number two. Loss of down. Third down. That's when it's going to be intentional grounding on Dylan DeMore as he just kind of throws it into the Briarcliff bench. That's going to be a loss of down. So now it's going to bring up third down in a mile and a half here for Briar Cliff. Sixth penalty for Briar Cliff on the afternoon, and now Hastings College brings in four fresh defensive backs. Anticipating the long ball here, they've got to take the football all the way down to the, what, about the 16-yard line, 15, 15 or 16-yard line to get the first down. Dylan DeMore seeing his first playing time since week number one of the 2017 season. Picks that one off of the turf. Now he's going to take a shot down the left sideline. He's got a man out there. Nearly a sensational catch there. Trying to one-handed grab Joe Heinrichs, but he can't come up with it. Heinrichs nearly pulls that one in one-handed, but he kind of juggles it and he drops the ball. And that's going to bring up a fourth down situation here for the cliff. Tita had another four or five yards. He might have made this reception. He was trying to maintain possession of it as he went out of the corner of the end zone. 
And uh, falls incomplete. Now Briarcliff, after that good starting position at the 25-yard line, will have to kick this football away. Murray back deep. He'll stand at the 10 for Hastings. Diaz will get into the football here for Briarcliff. Could be a short kick. It bounces at about the 7, and it goes into the end zone. So Hastings will start on the touchback. Two minutes and six seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings College has got the lead over Briarcliff this afternoon, 38-14. to Bronco football for 2017, brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, by Family Medical Center of Hastings, the Hastings Tribune, by Hastings Convenient Care PC, and by the Hastings College Foundation. First and ten Broncos. Ball is at the 20-yard line following the touchback. It's still going to be Anthony Cloyd in there at quarterback for Hastings. Taj Willingham stays in there. And they're going to give him a ball that the zone read as Taj takes it for a couple of yards up inside to about the 23-yard line. Tackle is made by Bowman again for the Chargers of Briarcliff. A couple of yard gain there. Second down and two yards to go. Or actually second down and eight yards to go. Gain of two. Ball is brought up here to the 22-yard line. 13 carries for Taj here in the ball game, and officially 109, actually 111 yards for Taj in the afternoon. At 169 last week against Concordia. In fact, he's been over 100 yards in every in, game. Yeah, every game so far this season, and he'll keep that streak intact here. Second down, eight yards to go. Cloyd wants to throw. Cloyd rolls right. Cloyd has still got it. 20, 25, 30. And he's crashed out of bounds here at about the 32-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. Anthony Cloyd is going to be over 100 yards, too, today. Oh, oh, well over. He's. Let's see here. Where do I have 05 down in here? Jordan Gibble is going to be the guy who knocks him out of bounds here. Anthony Cloyd taking a shot into the Bronco bench. First down and 10 for Hastings. The ball is at the 33. That's their own 33 as they move from... Our left to our right, north to south here at Lloyd Wilson Field here this afternoon. Ten carries, 162. Wow. And uh, for Cloyd, one touchdown. Anthony's got the ball again. Runs the option. Pitches the ball back to Taj. Look out, 35-40. Taj cuts back, 45-50. 45, he's still on his horse. 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Taj Willingham. Touchdown, 67 yards for Taj Willingham. Wow. Wow. Well, we'll go back to that play. It was a option play to the short side of the field, and Cloyd was buried the minute he pitched the ball to Willingham. And Taj is just such a great slicer, and he just has great eyesight. Seen an opening right around the numbers, cut it up the middle of the field, and then he had some wide receivers and some personnel out there, made some great blocks. Taj with some good speed, takes it to the house. And they tack on six more. Stongle hits the PAT. Now 33 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 45, Briarcliff 14. 
Family Medical Center of Hastings is the best place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is Hastings' only independent family medicine clinic dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. We're your family's home for health care at 1021 West 14th, supporting Hastings College and all area student-athletes. 1230 K-H-A-S. 67-yard touchdown there by Taj Willingham, but Jimmy will watch it on replay. Good downfield blocking by the Bronco wide receivers. Well, like I said, the wide receivers did a great job. When you're going to have a long run, those guys are out on patterns. They've got to come back and make some good blocks. And the one that sealed it, Anthony Martinez, at about the 35-yard line, came back and uh, got a would-be defender that uh, had an angle on Taj. And after that block was made, Taj was able to take it in untouched from 67 yards out. So now Taj with 178, Cloyd with 162, Taj now with uh, three touchdowns on the afternoon. Stongle gets into the football. That one goes to the far side. He's going to be picked up at the 10-yard line, back to the 20, to the 25, and he's going to run out of room over there. He's run out of bounds. That's Bowman returning the ball there for the Chargers of Briarcliff. So late in the third quarter, 45-14 to 14 here. Hastings College has got the lead. Don't forget Nebraska football today. Huskers will be taking on Wisconsin tonight at Memorial Stadium. Lots of folks probably making their way into Lincoln right now listening to the broadcast. Good luck to the Huskers tonight. Your Broncos are out on top now, 45-14. to 14. Pre-game show underway over on the breeze, KOIQ, 94.5. So well, uh, Doel. The Mulray is going to throw it over here to the 30-yard line. It's going to be a short pickup. It's a mouthful, isn't it? Well, yeah. Alex Allen into the stop. Kind of forgot who he was. I knew what I wanted to say, but what was his name? Yeah, he just couldn't quite get her out there. That was a about a yard completion to Elogan. That is now 74 yards of passing. For the Briarcliff quarterbacks. Oh, you don't even use it. The Mulray. Huh? That's number two, yeah. DeMore. Yeah, into the third quarter. Three quarters in the books here this afternoon. We'll go to the fourth and final quarter with a score. Hastings, 45, Byron Cliff, 14. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors and having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelly Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Elogan, Noah Elogan gets the uh, carry there for Brian Cliff as he moves the ball into the 36-yard line. Brian Cliff now looking at third down, three yards to go. We're underway here in the fourth quarter with Hastings out on top by 
31 points. It's 45 to 14 in favor of the Broncos. Dylan DeMore stays in there at quarterback. Slaps the hand a couple of times. There's a snap. He picks it up off of the turf. DeMore's going to run it as he runs it to the sticks on the far sideline. He had the ball out in front of him as he goes out of bounds. We'll see if he got there in time. I think he did. Run out of bounds over there by Nathan Howell of Hastings. DeMore just drops the ball out of his hands there. That's uh, eight tackles now for Nathan Howell in his ball game this afternoon. It's going to be a first and 10 for Briar Cliff. They've got the ball down here at the 39-yard line. Now working from our left to our right, north to south in this fourth and final quarter. The Chargers are 0-6 on the season. They're 0-3 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. There's a running play to Elagan as he brings the ball to about the 44-yard line. So a pickup of about three yards in a play. That's Zach Parmeter in on the stop that time for... The Hastings College defense. Also, Robert Hernandez making the stop. Second down and six yards to go. Brian Cliff now with the ball on their own 46-yard line. Moray has got it. Fakes it up inside and throws the ball to the far side. It's caught 50-45 down the Hastings College 44-yard line. They get it over there to Jacob Diaz. He picks up the first down. Brian Cliff uses the hand clap for uh, signals. Demore claps his hands once, he claps his hands twice, and claps his hands three times, and pretty soon there's the snap. That was a two-hand clap. Now he's going to throw the ball down the left sideline. A man is out there, and he can't make the connection. They had a man behind the intended receiver. That was uh, Joe Heinrichs. Had a man behind the defensive back back there for Hastings. They couldn't make the connection. That was Austin Dorf again on coverage on the far side of the field. Boy, they've they've gone at him all day. But uh, that one there, Demore had a lot of pressure coming down. He had to throw that off his back heels. There's a handoff. He logged it again. He logged in 45-40 down to the 38-yard line. Noah Elogan carrying the ball. Tackle is made in there by the Broncos. That's going to be McKizak again into the stop. We haven't seen anything from Kwani uh, Johnson. He was the scheduled starter at running back for Briar Cliff today. We've seen uh, mostly Noah E. Logan. We've also seen uh, Dylan Ellis in the ball game today, but no uh, Kwani Johnson. Third down and three yards to go. There's a handoff again to Elogan. Elogan is stopped at the 40, breaks outside to the 35, still on his feet, down to the 32-yard line. That's enough for a first down. Alex Allen finally brings him down here for the Hastings College defense. Now before the Chargers pick up a first down down here at the Hastings College 32. Well, and I think Tony talked about it early in the week. He said Elogan brings to the table a lot what Taj Willingham does, size-wise, running-wise, and numbers-wise. 30 carries, now 151 yards. And a touchdown in the game for Elogan. Play action pass here. There's a pass thrown to the near side. It's going to be overthrown. Trying to get it to uh, Patrick Hall. Now we got a penalty flag down. We got a penalty flag down, and I think it's going to go on the Hastings College defense. Not happy with uh, the thing there is Riley Lane. They come out and talk with Tony about the situation. Penalty flag is down. Tony. Taps him on the behind and says it's all right. Officials have not yet made the indication here. Here it comes. Third down. 
Excuse me. Second they, out. They wave it. Yeah, no foul in the play. Tony said, see, I told you. I I told you it wasn't a foul. It's only fine when they pick it up and wave it. I, and, or in a blowout. I told you it was fine. I told you. All right, so they pick up the flag. No penalty. And now it's going to bring up a second down and 10 situation. The ball is at the 32-yard line. That's a Hastings College 32. Twin wide receivers out to the right side. But Melray wants to throw the football. Rolls to his right. Penalty flags down. There's a pass thrown into the end zone. It is caught by Freeman. No, it's not. He drops it. It hit the ground. Freeman came down with the ball in the end zone. But again, we had a penalty flag down here anyway. I think it's going to be a hold back here on Briarcliff. Yeah, and the animation from the guy sitting here in the lawn chairs after uh, he dropped that, they all got down to the turf and they patted on it. Here comes the call. Holding. Offense. Number 69. 10-yard penalty. Second out. I think it's the second holding call on that guy. Doyle Dunham. A second holding call on him today. So that's going to bring up a second down and long situation. Give you some uh, statistics here through three quarters brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Securing resources that enable students to achieve their highest academic endeavors. For the Chargers, 216 total yards through three quarters. The Broncos at 490. I'll get you some additional numbers after this play. It's up with screen here to Logan. And nope, you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Norman McKissack right there to bring down a login. No gain on the play on the completed pass. Hey, well, McKissack's played a great game defensively for Hastings College. We talked about the numbers for Briarcliff. Noah E. Logan, 30 carries, 151 yards, and one touchdown for Hastings College. It's uh, Taj Willingham, 15 carries, 178, three touchdowns. Noah, or excuse me, Anthony Cloyd, 10 carries, 162, and a touchdown. And Noah House with Two receptions and 79 yards, two touchdowns. There's a throw down the left sideline. That's going to be incomplete. Grossly overthrown again. The intended receiver over there was a Jacob Diaz. So now it's fourth down, and Brian Cliff will have to punt the football away on fourth down and 19 yards to go. 11 minutes and 10 seconds to play here in quarter number four. Again, Hastings on the road next week will be in Sioux Center, Iowa. To take on the Dort Defenders. Game time next week will be at 1 o'clock on the air with a pregame show at 12 o'clock noon on 12.30 KHN. So it'll be an early departure time next Saturday to make the trip to Sioux Center. There comes the kick by Diaz. Sends it over to the far sideline. Trying to pin the Broncos back deep, and that one is into the end zone and out. They get a touchback, and Hastings College will get the ball on the touchback. Well, you were mentioning ice cream and sprinkles here earlier. Any chance we can stop by Lamar's? We'll go buzz right on by Lamar's. Yeah, we always do. We drive right on by. You said we don't need any of that stuff. Well, they since they put the little detour, not a detour, but they put a little bypass around uh, Lamar's, Iowa, usually – before they had the the bypass done, we drove right by the Blue Bunny Ice Cream Factory. And it always made our mouth water. We never yeah, got a chance never, to stop there. But now, never, now know, they've got a, a, a city, I don't know what it's really well, called. It's a bypass. Yeah, a bypass, and you don't go through Lamar's anymore. Here's a, a running play, and Hastings will keep the ball on the ground. Got a penalty flag oh, down. Penalty flag down. I think it's going to go on Hastings. It was on the snap. Nope, they say offsides. Be offsides, yeah. Somebody who lined up offsides there for uh, Briar Cliff. So Hastings will probably take this penalty here as the play only netted about four yards on the run. They'll take the penalty, which will give them five. 
And the down over. 40, defense. The penalty's declined. Second out. All right, the penalty's going to be declined. All right. So he picked up five. Pick up of seven on the play. Or we bring up seven all right, pick up three. about seven yards on the play all the way up here to the 27-yard line. Yeah, and you look at the personnel in there. We've seen the last of Anthony Cloyd. We've probably seen the last of Taj Willingham. It's Clark Livingston in there at quarterback. Travis Agaga will be off his right hip. Still the cast of starters for the wide receivers and tight end. Clark Livingston is going to run the ball. He's going to bring it to the 31-yard line where he should have a first down. So Clark Livingston now in there at quarterback for the Broncos. Paterno Hussan is the guy who's making a stop there for the Chargers. So Brian Cliff continues their their storybook here for the season. They have not scored here in the second half. They have been outscored coming into this ball game in the second half, 96 to 49 in the last five ball games, and the Broncos have put up what they put up. They put up uh, 19 points so far. No, 21 points. They've outscored Briar Cliff 21 to nothing here in the second half. Here's Livingston. He's going to run with a football. Can't find anybody downfield. Oh. To the 34. And somebody just leveled somebody down here. That was number 56 for Hastings. Daniel Gonzalez, who's into the ball game now. And he leveled a guy there for Briar Cliff. That was Renald. Ivanye, he got nailed there by Gonzalez. <laughs> Lit him up. Lit him up like the 4th of July. Oh, or a Christmas tree. My goodness, that was a big shot. You might have heard the crowd, Mike. Everybody down in front of us did the oohs and ahs. After a five-yard Livingston run to the left side, second down and five. And off here to Travis Agaga. Takes it straight of the field here to about the 39. Byron Cliff says he fumbled a football, but I don't see any indication for the officials. Travis Agaga. Now let's see. They're jumping around, and they're going to give the ball to Briar Cliff at the 39. So Travis Agaga fumbles the football away. As recovered here by Briar Cliff. They were jumping down there, but the officials had no call. And they all of a sudden just point Briar Cliff's way. They give him the football. I don't. I just watched the replay. I didn't ever see the ball come loose. I, maybe he ripped it from Agaga's hands. Hastings had one interception, no fumbles in the first half. And now we turn the ball over here at the 39-yard line. There's a, a handoff. they got some new guys in there as well now. And that's Ellis. He's going to be stopped on the ball. He kind of broke loose, but they blow him dead. This is going to be the third quarterback we have seen in there. This is Dylan Ruales. He is a six foot three, 220-pound freshman out of Eagle, Nebraska. He is in there now. Big, tall kid. Second down and 13 yards to go. Ruales has got the ball. Deep drop as they throw a little screen pass. Ellis grabs it. Ellis takes the ball to about the 37-yard line. So get some of these uh, new guys out there for Hastings College as well. That last tackle was made by uh, Zach Parmenter for Hastings on the defensive side of the ball. Eight minutes and 30 seconds to play. With a win here, Hastings would go to 5-1 and one on the season. 
Their best start since AC started the season 12 and 0, or actually 6 and 0, back in 2012. There's a pass that's incomplete over in the far side. Again, trying to get the ball to Jacob Diaz. He's been kind of their number one target. They've thrown a lot of balls his way today. All of a sudden, it's fourth down and eight yards to go. Well, five, five receptions for Diaz here in the ball game. He's been targeted about 15. Yeah, a lot more than what he's got. Fourth down here and eight yards to go. Rallis now in there at quarterback. High snap brings her down. Rallis. Steps up in the pocket, fires it, incomplete. A little slant pattern here on this side is incomplete. Trying to get the ball there to Logan Freeman. So he's saying he's not hurt by the fumble there by Travis Igaga. Three plays and out, and the Broncos have the ball back here at the 37-yard line. So at the same place they, they were on the preceding series before Travis fumbled the football away. Eight minutes and ten seconds to play. Hastings out on top. The Broncos led at halftime of this ball game today, 24-14. It is now 45-14 as the Broncos have scored three touchdowns here in the second half. Taj Willingham and Anthony Cloyd to Noah House pass and a 67-yard run by Taj Willingham. And Hastings has shut out the Chargers here defensively in the second half. Clark Livingston out there now for Hastings at quarterback. Hands the ball away. Gaga brings it across the 40 to about the 41-yard line. Pick up about four yards in the play. We thought we would see some uh, Mark Zexter today in the backfield. Zexter, of course, the freshman running back out of Donovan Trumbull. He's had a good couple of weeks of practice, and we thought we'd maybe see him sometime today. Still could. Seven minutes and 44 seconds to play here in quarter number four. Hastings sending some new guys out there right now. Livingston stays in there at quarterback with Travis Agaga. There's the uh, zone rate, and now here comes Clark Livingston with the ball. He's got it at the 40 to the 50-yard line, and he is out of bounds, just shy of the 50. Run out of bounds over here by Omar Crawford. For the Chargers of Briar Cliff. Well, Livingston showing off his speed as he comes over. Lowers his shoulder right here at the uh, out-of-bounds marker. Puts helmet to helmet with a Briarcliff Charger. Picks up about nine yards out close to midfield. Broncos get another first down. That's 13 on the afternoon. All but two of them have been on the ground here today. And, boy, have you done work on your two deeps. There's a a lot of new-looking meat in there for wide receivers. Yeah, we've got three of them out to the right side, one to the left. They keep the ball on the ground. That's a, a Gaga. He takes it down to about the 48-yard line. Cal Kelly is in the ball game as one of those wide receivers, a sophomore out of Loveland, Colorado. Also in there for Hastings College is a wide out. You've got Darius Maxwell. Alex Lane is out there as well. Boy, you got all kinds of new guys that we haven't seen all year long. Akeel Nelson is out there. He's a freshman out of Richmond, California. Second down and six yards to go. Brock Livingston backs up. He wants to throw it. Comes to the near side. He stops. 
Gets away from pressure. Livingston still got the ball. Now he runs it 45, 40, 35, and he gets out of bounds. Like playground football there, Jimmy. Yeah, it really was, and a great job by Livingston. Just uh, not throwing the football downfield and making a mistake. He was in definite trouble, but some uh, twisting and turning over here in front of the Bronco bench, and he picks up a nice gain all the way down to around the 30-yard line. Gene Jackson is now in there, a tight end from Chicago, Illinois, for Hastings. As yeah, so everybody getting in the act here today. We're down to five minutes and 40 seconds to play. The Broncos have the lead, 45-14. to 14. Here in this one, wide receivers left and right. Clark Livingston in the backfield. And now uh, we got penalty flags down. Penalty flags are down here. False start, 54. Offense, five-yard penalty. He made his first down. A false start there. On the Hastings College uh, offensive line. I should have got the four deeps out. I wondered. I seen the name and. Uh, yeah, I should, should have got the four deeps out. Yeah, we're going to see everybody. They they dressed a bunch and they're all going to get some playing time, as well as they should. They do their part in practicing each and every week. First down in fifteen. Madden comes in motion, and they're going to hand the ball away to Travis Gaga as he takes the ball Travis to Gaga the thirty-four yard line. So a, a short gain here. Coming up later on tonight here on 1230 KHS, we've got Nebraska volleyball. The Huskers playing over in Iowa City against the Iowa Hawkeyes tonight. So if you don't want to enjoy uh, the Husker football game, we invite you to join us for volleyball action. Gets underway at 6.30. John Cook will be on hand at 6.30 for the pregame show, 7 o'clock for the first serve tonight. Nebraska and Iowa college volleyball action on 1230 KHS. Husker volleyball, they've been on a mission here lately. Knocking off everybody in their way here. There's Livingston. He wants to throw the ball. It's going to be caught, hauled in down there at the 25-yard line. That's a Gene Jackson making the reception there. Jackson, a six-foot-four, 220-pound junior from Chicago, Illinois, transfer uh, from Waldorf University. Via, yeah, that was uh, that's Merck's old school. Not Waldorf. Waldorf, was it? No, no. They played against Waldorf. It is uh, third down. I'll think of it here in just a second. Here's Clark Livingston trying to get outside. He is hit, and uh, down he goes. Down he goes trying to get outside, and he is uh, knocked down there. Tyler Wright is over there. Tyler Wright over there to uh, bring him down. They play in the same conference, I know that. Yeah. Somebody will tweet us. Somebody will tweet us with that information. All right, now Stockdale's going to try a field goal attempt. This will be a 42-yard field goal attempt. For Stockdale, this will be his longest field goal of the year if he can hit it. Ball is down. The kick is up. Stockdale, that didn't look very good off of his foot. That's going to be off of the left side. It is no good. It is no good. So it's going to be Byron Cliff taking over. Brian Cliff will take over at the 25-yard line. That's their own 25 with three minutes and 46 seconds to play. Loris. Loris, that's the place. College was Merck's place. Yep. Was. They played against the uh, they played against Waldorf. Waldorf that's yeah. right. Anyway, yeah, Broncos yeah, that, give that, the ball away on downs. That's Merck's old job. He's down at McPherson. Yeah, McPherson now. now, yeah. 
First down and 10 yards to go. Brian Cliff with the ball on her own 25-yard line. He's going to keep it on the ground. That's Elogan. Elogan's still in there. Stops across the 35 to the 40, 45, and he's knocked out of bounds here at the 50-yard line. So Noah Elogan, who has carried most of the mail here for uh, Brian Cliff here in this ballgame, he's still out there running against the Broncos' second and third teamers. He's knocked out of bounds here at the 50. Good gain by Noah Elogan. 335 to go here in the... Fourth quarter, Hastings comfortably ahead, 45-14 to 14 over the Chargers. This is uh, Dylan Ruales in there at quarterback. Now as he gives the ball away, Logan just oh, runs over a couple of guys, Jimmy, and takes the ball down to the 34-yard line. So the second and third teamers are finding up. you got to wrap this guy up or he's going to knock you over. That's what he's done is Noah Elogan. It's flat getting the job done here. He's moved the ball in the Hastings College territory now down here at the 35-yard line. 32 carries now, 191 yards for Elogan. Back-to-back runs of 15 and 25 yards. They got the football down at the 35-yard line and a first down. Why not give the ball back to him again? Elogan brings it across the 35. That's a Ellis. Ellis is in there now as he takes it down to the 29. So they give Elogan a little bit of a breather here. One play. Ellis is in. Here comes Elogan back into the ballgame. That was a pickup of six on that last play by Dylan Ellis. And now it's second down and four yards to go. We're down to two and a half minutes to play here in this one. Hastings out on top by a score of 45 to 14. Elogan again skips his way across the 30 to the 25 down to the 22-yard line. Elogan brought down there. Tackle is made in there by Hastings College defensively. Kalen Reese. Reese, a junior out of Butler Community College. That's a first down for Brian Cliff as they move the ball down here. Approaching the red zone down here at the 23-yard line. Looking to score for the first time here in the second half. Again, the Logan takes it right in the old teeth of the buzzsaw there down to about the 19-yard line. A pickup of three under two minutes to play. We have got the player of the game coming up. Coach's post-game show. Then we'll get you the fifth quarter. All the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation before we get out of here today on a busy Saturday for us. Hastings College Volleyball, they're playing at the College of St. Mary's in Omaha today. Soccer teams are playing in Mitchell, South Dakota against Dakota Wesleyan. Hand off again to Elogan as he... Takes it off a right tackle as he moves the ball down to about the 12-yard line. Tackle was made in there by Hastings College defensively. Wyatt Powell from Holyoke, Colorado, making the stop there. Broncos deep into their uh, depth chart here in the second half. Third down and about two yards to go. There's Elongan again. He gets the call, and this time he's going to be stopped short. I don't think he got there. Good defensive play there by Hastings College and making the stop for the Broncos. Was Keontae Kinney, who is into the ball game now. Threw him for a one-yard loss. Keontae Kinney playing with the uh, down lineman. All right, we've got a timeout called here with 101 to play in the game. Timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. We invite you in for your next time out to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. Back with more after this. 
Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. Fourth down and two. They just keep her on the ground, and Elogan will pick her up here. Noah Elogan just goes uh, straight ahead against the Bronco defense. Picks up the uh, first down. Down here at the 10-yard line of Hastings with under a minute to play. Here in this one, Morales is going to throw the ball in the corner of the end zone. And... uh, no, he catches the ball on the far sideline that is in there for a touchdown. Darren Scott had great protection back there. Now the official is going to talk about this. Well, I think he was laying on the he was laying on the chalk down there. We'll see the replay here in a minute. No, yeah, yeah they're going to wave that one off. Yeah, how how could you even say that was a touchdown? Of course, it occurred in that corner. Where I said last week that yeah, it was. Yeah, they they need to check his his credentials. All right, we're not going to see the replay. We might. All right, that's going to be an incomplete pass. I didn't think he caught that. I think Darren Scott was over there. Here's the uh, replay we're going to be showing here in the booth. Darren Scott had great coverage over there. He knocks the ball loose. Number one, he hit the ground. Second of all, he was out of bounds. The only thing in bounds was his feet. Everything else was out. Yeah. Here's a handoff to Elongan as he takes the ball down to about the uh, five-yard line. Yeah. About 90% of his body was out of bounds, <laughs> and the ball hit the ground. That guy's tired. All right, we're going to have uh, Brian Cliff trying to get the ball into the end zone here. He logged in. Now he stumbles. He got the handoff, and he was so anxious to take the handoff, and he stumbles to the five-yard line. Now 18 seconds to play, and Brian Cliff called the timeout. Well, I guess when you're struggling, Jimmy, you you, you want to give your guys a chance to get into the end zone. They've been shut out here in the second half. But it's 45-14. to 14. Yeah, and a timeout with 18 seconds. Timeout with 18 seconds to go, and you got a fourth down and goal from the five-yard line. I guess when you're trying to build a program, you, you got to take baby steps in the end. Just hope that your guys can stick it in the end zone. I don't know, 45-14 to 14 or 45-21 to 21 would make much difference in your... Your yeah, mental ability to handle the ball game. But. Yeah, I don't think so. They've been, uh, they have been just feeding that football to Elog, and you got to figure he's going to get it here on this fourth down call. Currently, right now, I've got him at 39 carries, two, 212 yards. The last time I've seen a running back take that many carries has been a, a long time ago. That'd be back in the Eric Moody, Travis Susie days. I don't know. You Susie carry I don't, the ball. Yeah, I don't know. All right, fourth down and goal from the five-yard line. They fake the ball, and now running it is going to be uh, that new man, new quarterback chance, Barlow, and he's not going to get there. So after all that, they don't get in there anyway. So they bring in Chance Barlow, another quarterback, and he bangs his way for two yards, and that's it. So the Bronco defense shut out Briar Cliff in the second half. Tony is all smiles down there on the sideline. Good to see. He seems to have a couple of years here where haven't played very well. This defense, this offense, 
They're up and running, but you and I both talked that we got some uh, tough games coming up here. So he seems to going to go in the uh, victory formation here. And uh, Anthony Floyd is going to be out there and take this uh, final snap here, and why not? He's He's been the starter here in this ball game today. He's going to take a knee here, and he's finally going to go down. And that's going to be the end of the ball game. Hastings College is now 5-1, and one, my friends. Hastings College is 5-1. and one. They go to 2-1 and one in the Great Plains Athletic Conference as they get ready to play at the Dort Defenders next Saturday over in Sioux Center, Iowa. So Hastings College breaks away from a 24-14 halftime lead. They go on to win it here this afternoon over the Chargers of Briarcliff. The final score, it was... Hastings, 45, Briarcliff, 14, back with the final numbers after this. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelley Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, and as the tradition continues, they they get to sing to the crown here following uh, every single victory. Sooner or later, we're going to figure out the, the words of these songs. Well, I want to know, when do they learn this? I mean, is there a class that they have to? Because there's some that really are singing. There's others that are kind of just lip-syncing it, so to speak. No, look at the guys in the, the front row. They're, they're getting into it. Yeah, well, they're, they're your karaoke leaders. Yeah, you'll see them probably later on in, in your favorite karaoke establishment uh, singing something. Anyway, good win for Hastings College here today. 45-14. The Broncos went shutting out the uh, Chargers in the second half, uh, 21 to nothing. Things did not go well for Hastings earlier. We had a three-and-out as they force one on the defense, Brian Cliff punts the football away, but Anthony Murray fumbles the ball inside his own 10-yard line. It was recovered by Briar Cliff with the 13. Briar Cliff on one play, then threw a 13-yard touchdown pass. Dylan Demoray to Joe Heinrichs in the end zone, seven to nothing. Briar Cliff had to lead about 90 seconds into the ball game. Hastings comes back on their next drive and. Alex Stogdall hits a 36-yard field goal to make it 7-3. to 
Anthony Cloyd uh, races into the end zone for a score. Hastings grabs the lead at 10 to 7. Taj Willingham goes off for a 24-yard touchdown. This is all in the first quarter. Hastings led 17 to 7 after one. Then it was uh, Briar Cliff coming back as uh, Noah Elogan, who had a monster day today, takes it in from 21 yards out to make it 17 to 14. And right before halftime, Anthony Cloyd throws a 35-yard touchdown pass to Noah House to make it 24-14 at halftime. Hastings then scoring uh, three touchdowns in the third quarter. Taj Willingham with a seven-yard run. Anthony Cloyd hooks up with Noah House again with a uh, touchdown pass and reception. That makes it 38-14. The final touchdown came on a 67-yard touchdown from Taj Willingham, 45-14 after three quarters. And that's the way the uh, ball game ends this afternoon. With Hastings College winning their fifth game in six outings, Hastings now 5-1 and one in the season as they uh, knock off Briar Cliff today by a score of 45-14. to 14. Your stats are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation, securing resources that enable students to achieve their highest academic endeavors. For the visitors of Briar Cliff in that football game, they had 19 first downs. They rushed it 52 times for 245 yards. Passing in the ball game, they had uh, a couple of different quarterbacks in there, but they combined for 11 of 33 passing, no interceptions, and 90 yards. So 85 offensive plays for Briarcliff, 335 total yards. Kickoff return yards, we talked about how the Broncos had given up over 200 in the last two games. Well, they give up 182, seven returns, 182 yards for the Broncos special teams. Seven penalties today for Briarcliff for 80 yards, and time of possession was 33-55. Individual leaders, Noah Elogan, 41 carries officially, 218 yards, one touchdown. Dylan Ellis, seven carries, just 17 yards in the ballgame. Receiving yards today, Jacob Diaz, six catches, 57 yards. Noah Elogan, three receptions and 15 yards. Joe Heinrichs, one catch and 13 yards, and Dylan Ellis, one catch and five yards. Tackles today, Jordan Gibson with uh, eight total tackles, and Maternal Hassan with six total tackles, Ladari Bowman with five, and Nate Erickson listed with four total tackles. For Hastings College, in this football game, the Broncos with 17 first downs. They rushed it 40 times for 377 yards. Quarterbacking, 9 of 15, one interception, 166 yards today. So 55 offensive plays, 543 yards. This uh, Briarcliff defense has been given up 575 per game to their opponents. So Broncos about get to what Briarcliff has been giving away in 543. The Broncos with uh, two fumbles, they lost both of them. Penalties, five for just 40 yards, so much improvement from last week. The Broncos with 25-37 total time of possession. Individual leaders rushing the football today. A, a great afternoon for a couple of guys here. A lot of nominees for your uh, player of the game. Taj Willingham, 15 carries, 178 yards, three touchdowns. Anthony Cloyd had 10 carries, 161 yards, and he had a touchdown. Clark Livingston had five carries and 33 yards. And Travis Agaga, seven carries and 20 yards. 
quarterbacking, again, we had mentioned Clark Livingston in the game. He was one of four with one interception, just uh, 10 yards. Anthony Cloyd's numbers, eight of 11 for 156, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Noah Housh today, three catches, 92 yards, and two touchdowns. Rashad Schamberger with three catches, 44 yards. Taj had one catch out of the backfield for 14. Tackles today, Norman McKissick, 12 total tackles. Wesley Jardine credited with eight total. Alex Allen with five. And Brady Stevens listed with five total tackles. But uh, pretty sound performance. It was a little sluggish start here today, but uh, the Broncos get it on the right side of the board. They take care of business. And now we move on to Sioux Center, Iowa. And do you think we have a cakewalk next week? Final score today, Dort beats Doan. Are you kidding me? The 12th-ranked team in the country, Dort 21, Doan 16. Well, Dort used to be the doormat that used to clean your feet off when you walked in, and uh, that's not the way it is anymore. They've been playing a lot better. They've changed things around. And obviously, yes, they are playing very good football. And uh, I know when the coach gets up here, he'll be concerned. He'll be concerned. But a good win today. Hastings wins it 45-14 over the Chargers of Briarcliff. Stay tuned. Player of the game coming up next in the Coach's Post Game Show. You're listening to Bronco Football. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings. Your family's home for healthcare. By Five Points Bank. The better bank with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. What would the world look like if it was filled with Hastings College alumni in every field of endeavor? Frankly, that's a trick question, because there are Hastings College alumni filling important positions from Ireland to China, Omaha to Kazakhstan. Many are still in touch. We're asking you to stay in touch. Support Hastings College. Log on to Hastings.edu and click on the Alumni Friends and Giving link. It's time now for the player of the game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. To subscribe to the Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. I'm back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings College wins it here today, 45-14 over the Chargers of Briarcliff. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHS, like Jimmy mentioned. A lot of candidates, Taj Willingham, 15 totes today, 178 yards and three touchdowns. Anthony Cloyd, 10 carries, 161 yards and a touchdown. 
Boyd also completed 8 of 11 passes for 156 yards and a couple of scores. Noah House, 3 receptions and 92 yards. Candidates for our player of the game on defense, or on offense. On defense, Norman McKissack had a total of 12 tackles today. Wesley Jardine had 8. And uh, Alex Allen come up with uh, 5 tackles today. All candidates for our player of the game. We'll come back and name our winners right after this. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Our players in the game for Hastings College today on offense, it's, it's got to be Anthony Cloyd. He accounts for 317 yards of total offense in the ball game today. Again, he had a 156 yards passing, and he had 161 yards rushing the football, so five, uh, 317 total yards for Anthony Cloyd today. He's our offensive star. And then the Norman McKissack. On the defense, he steps in for Tyler Kennedy, who is injured and probably won't play the rest of the season. Norman McKissick steps in today and records 12 tackles for the Hastings College defense as they shut out uh, Briarcliff in the second half. Hastings College defense played well today, so Norman McKissick and Anthony Cloyd are players of the game today for Hastings College. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the Player of the Game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. Your life, your news. To subscribe to the Hastings Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the best place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is Hastings' only independent family medicine clinic dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. We're your family's home for health care at 1021 West 14th, supporting Hastings College and all area student-athletes. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. It's time now for the Coach's Post Game Show, brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most, now at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings College wins it. Final score of 45-14 to as head coach Tony Harper joins us on the uh, post game show. And coach... uh, Great win for you. Feelings on the ball game today? Well, I think there's a lot of missed opportunities out there. I'm not going to be satisfied with this. I thought the kids responded pretty well. Um, I don't think we played very well at all defensively in the first half. Credit to, to Coach Wagner and Briarcliff's offensive staff. They did a good job adjusting on their uh, split zone scheme, and we just didn't get our fits early. I think not having Tyler 
Kennedy at inside linebacker kind of slowed us down a little bit, but I think the guys responded and came out the second half and we made some adjustments. We just got to continue to improve every single day. I thought our offense had a lot of big plays. thought we turned the ball over a little bit too much. You know, we haven't turned the ball over that much in, in uh, one game so far this year, so we got to clean that up as well. Right off of the bat, uh, the opening uh, punt return, we fumbled the ball and really gave uh, Briar Cliff some momentum. Uh, just talk about that, uh, how crucial that was. Well, it was, it was the muff punt. You know, we called poison, and then we decided to pick it up and take off. Well, when you make that call, you got to get away from it. That just means it's a dead ball, and you don't want nothing to do with it. And then we fielded it. We turned it over because we didn't secure it. And then down here, they go right back to the guy who, who muffed that punt and uh, one play, and it's a touchdown on their part. And, you know, again, great coaching on them. But those things are going to happen. You are going to drop a ball. You are going to miss a tackle, whatever. you got got to respond better the next play. And I don't think we did that right away. And they hit us in the mouth, and, and uh, we got to continue to improve. I thought offensively we needed to get out to a good start today, and and we took that uh, initial drive downfield, tried the field goal attempt. That went uh, wayward. But, again, uh, after that, then Anthony Cloyd really and and Taj grabbed a hold of the offense and uh, really got things boiling there early. I think we got a lot of things that we were both sides of the football and special teams going to be able to look at Sunday at film and be like, man, you know, let's not try and do all this other stuff. Let's just play our scheme. And uh, that falls, you know, square around my shoulders. I got to make sure I do a better job coaching these guys up throughout the week. But, you know, I don't know what. If it was the big win last week and maybe we were getting a little bit too confident or we're looking at records or whatever, Briarcliff came to play and Briarcliff is a very improved football team. And uh, we just got to be able to understand, hey, there is no gimmies in this league anymore. We got to come to play. Um, but I think our offense really took off in the second half, um, did some good things. I, I, we wanted to talk about this because uh, we kind of mentioned it during the broadcast. You, you make the quarterback change with uh, Clark coming in. I thought we had a lot of momentum. Everything was uh, going our way. Clark comes in, throws the interception, and I think we had a three and out after that. It seemed like we lost a, a lot of momentum when uh, you, you brought him in there, and he struggled a little bit. looked like a, it took a while for the, the office to get going after uh, he came into the ballgame. Well, and, 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 uh, we had talked about this as a coaching staff last week going into the Concordia game that we wanted to get our second-team quarterback in in the first half. We only had the ball three times in the first half against Concordia, so we didn't get an opportunity to do that last week. And then the, fourth, you know, the second half was going like it was, and we didn't want to mess with that. We went into it. We talked early in the week as a coach of staff. I completely 100% supported Coach Head and Coach Kamara with this call because I, you never know. You never know when you lose a guy. If the guy behind him hasn't gotten any any run or any live action, you don't know what's going to happen, especially at the quarterback position because the reads are happening so much faster than what they do in practice and the coverages and all those different things. So, you know, d- did it kind of slow us down? I'll agree with you that it did slow us down, but I think it, it was a good test for us as coaches. It was a good test for our players to make sure if we get caught in this situation, now Clark can ring back and look back, and our players can look back and be like, okay, I've been in this situation before. This is going to shock us. Why, why do you feel we need to get uh, – when you? why do you feel we need to make the quarterback change in the first half? Why not when we're ahead uh... – 21 points or 28 points in the second half because as a defensive coach like we changed our calls in the second half once we got this big lead we weren't running our our pressure packages we weren't running our normal coverages we were running a bunch of base stuff so when you put somebody in there that you're trying to get live game action for that's not the best time because that's basically the same thing that you do monday through thursday in practice so we wanted to get get him some live action with Briarcliff running with their guys running their fast scheme running their pressure packages and they're rolling their coverage and things like that and we just feel like that will better prepare him sometime and point if we need him again this year you know and it just it gets everybody on the same page one thing we've seen today 
What happened to our play cards? Did somebody run off with them? Did they get stolen? Hey, those guys got those big old things. I have nothing to do with that stuff. I don't even know what them pitchers are half the time. <laughs> they weren't even out there today. We were kind of concerned. No, we got wristbands now. I don't, I don't know. Uh, them offensive guys are way too smart for me. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back. He sings again, though, winning over Briarcliff here this afternoon. The final score of 45-14. Back with more from the coach right after this. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. Joe Winston here this afternoon with head coach Tony Harper following a, an impressive 45-14 victory. Uh, Anthony Cloy today, 317 yards of uh, total offense today, coach. He's uh, really coming into his role pretty nicely, isn't he? I mean, you talk about a kid that you want to see be successful. He's successful off the football field. He's getting even more successful on the football field. And we knew he could do all this stuff. And, and it's just about him having the confidence and everybody having the confidence around him. And anytime you got a quarterback that can take off and run, um, that, that's tough defensively. But I thought you throw him, he threw the ball pretty quickly today got out of his hands pretty quick he got some quick reads because they run a lot of man-to-man coverage so we just got to continue to improve Todd willingham another 100 yard day with 178 and uh three touchdowns how many carries did he have only 15 today coach had said going into this game he told him we wouldn't get you 15 touches and that was about it so i guess Todd made the most out of him didn't he he did he did a great job and uh we noticed on uh, one of the, the last touchdown he had the the long run he had your wide receivers block oh. so well downfield. He doesn't get that in. Anthony Martinez, I believe, had the one that really sprung him uh, down at about the 32-yard line. I tell you what, you can't speak enough about what Coach K does to the wide receivers. I mean, he grinds those guys, and they buy into what he's talking about, and they are a physical group. They're a bigger, longer group than a lot of teams in the league, but he's got those guys working block drills every single day, and I think that's a lost art. I mean, he's a former All-American when he played, and now let's just say he, he wasn't as aggressive as a blocker initially when, when he was a Playing, but I tell you what, he pushes those guys, and they buy into what he's saying. He's a good coach. Defensively, uh, you mentioned a couple of things you didn't like out there today, but you, you shut him out in the second half. I, I really like what Ross Ostendorf, I thought he had a couple big pass breakups. You know, guys are going after him. Besides those two early touchdowns, I thought we made some good adjustments as coaches at halftime. We just got to continue to improve on that side of the football. We gave up too many runs, and, you know, we get, we got to be able to decipher that quicker. And I'm not going to blame anybody but myself. I got to recognize those calls and get those defensive guys settled down a little bit. You, always, you coaches always talk about next man up. Well, Norman McKissick today mm-hmm. had that opportunity due to an injury, and I thought he made the most of his opportunity. He, he has uh, some special skills. We just got to make sure we keep him pointing in the right direction. Uh, but I think Parmenter um, came out and did a couple things well. Like you said, we, we run about two deep you know and two and a half deep and, they, and we just got to continue to get those guys up and ready to roll but if norman can continue to improve and parm can continue to improve i mean we got howie on one side and we got alex allen who's had a pretty solid season so far as well we just got to keep improving want to talk about next week uh sure final score today dort 21 don't 16 you don't say well we're gonna worry about ourselves we're gonna go out and we're gonna get prepared tomorrow it's a team that's uh, been us last year here, and you kind of circled this on the old uh, calendar, maybe revenge time uh, next week. At, this is a team that in the past we've, we've kind of 
dominated. They got us last year. I'm sure you guys are anxious to get going next week. You know, you're baiting me pretty good right here, right now. And I, and I, but, you know, has it been circled with the guys and everything like that? We haven't said anything about it because we're really trying to do our best to focus on, on one day at a time, one play at a time. But, you know, it, it, you know that, that was probably a good football game. They came down here last year. They beat us, and they, and they soundly beat us. I know the score was tight. We gave up way too many yards. We didn't take care of the football. We're going to go down. We're going to watch this film from this game today, tomorrow. We're going to get fixed, and we're going to get prepared to door. But that offense they run is tough, and obviously they're a much-improved football team, just like Briarcliff. But we can't worry about them, where we're going, where we're staying, or anything like that. We just got to take care of ourselves. Go post the score in the uh, locker room, will you? That might be done. Okay, buddy. <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right, thank you. That's uh, Tony Harper, the uh, head coach for uh, Hastings College in the uh, Broncos. Winner here this afternoon. Pretty impressive fashion again today. The Broncos going to 5-1 and one now on the season. Their uh, best start since Hastings finished, uh, actually uh, started out 6-0 and oh back in uh, 2012. We are 5-1 and one on the season, now 2-1 and one in the Great Plains Athletic Conference as we get ready to uh, make the trip to uh, Dort next week. And I'll tell you what. The defenders are going to be ready for Hastings College next week. Well, they definitely will be. And again, though, we've talked about it each and every week or each and every year. They continue to get better and they improve, and that's what uh, all these coaches want. They just want to improve and maybe baby steps would be the best. But, uh, boy, Dorda's really come on. And, and to beat Doan in Crete, that is uh, something special there for that uh, defender team. They are going to be flying high. And uh, But I tell you what, uh, this Hastings College football team, they are playing uh, probably a, as good a football as I have seen in several years. And, uh, boy, they've got that one hickey there from uh, the Vermilion Dome. But, uh, boy, Broncos have, have bounced back from that. They are really playing well and, and uh, offensively and defensively. Should be a good matchup next week in Sioux Center, Iowa. 1 o'clock for the uh, kickoff. We'll be on the air with a pregame show at 12 o'clock noon next week on 1230 KHAS. So stick around. we got the fifth quarter coming up next for Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw, Producer and engineer Stephanie Brubaker. I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon from Hastings. The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most. Now, located at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village in Hastings. Stay tuned. The fifth quarter is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. It's time now for the fifth quarter, a recap of all the scores from today's games. All right, back here at the field. We'll get you the uh, recap of the games here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings College again, winners over Briarcliff. The final score, 
of 45-14. to 14. The upset of the Great Plains Athletic Conference today, Dort upsets number 12-ranked Doan by the score of 21-16. to 16. And Northwestern picked up a 24-21 win over Midland today. We haven't seen anything on Dakota Westland and Morningside. I haven't seen a final score. It was 28 to nothing. Morningside had to lead late in the second quarter and haven't seen anything since. 28 to nothing. Morningside had a big lead over Dakota Westland in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Now then, other scores from the NCAA Division I ranks here today. Final score. Nope, this one is still in the third quarter. It's uh, Miami of Ohio. Uh, leading Bowling Green by the score of 26-24. to 24. They got about four and a half minutes to play in the third quarter. Seven and a half minutes to play in the third. Louisiana Monroe is leading Texas State by the score of 32-20. to 20. End of the third quarter, it's Middle Tennessee over Florida International by the score of 27-10. to 10. Halftime score, the Horned Frogs looking to remain uh, undefeated. TCU has got a 7-3 lead over West Virginia at the halftime break. At halftime, Florida State is leading uh, Miami by the score of 3 to nothing. Florida State 3, Miami nothing. That ball game is at halftime. Notre Dame has got a 16-7 lead over North Carolina at halftime. Halftime score, LSU 10, Florida 3. Halftime score, Minnesota 14, Purdue 6. Halftime score... It is Appalachian State leading New Mexico State 17-14. Akron is leading Ball State in the third quarter 17-3. Halftime score, it is Navy 28, Air Force 10. Third quarter score, Northern Illinois over Kent State 21-3. Halftime score, Western Michigan 17, Buffalo 14. Halftime score, Indiana all over Charleston South. 24 to nothing. Second quarter score, Ohio State 20, Maryland 7. Second quarter score, USC 21, Oregon State 3. Second quarter score, Arkansas 10, South Carolina 10. Halftime score, Alabama Birmingham is leading Louisiana Tech 16 to 10. Colorado State with a lead in the second quarter, 17 to nothing over Utah State. In the first quarter, It is Idaho 7, Louisiana nothing. Central Michigan knocked off uh, Ohio today. Final score of 26-23. Some other final scores. Clemson 28, Wake Forest 14. Iowa State upset third-ranked Oklahoma today, 38-31. Fourth-ranked Penn State winners over Northwestern 31-7. Fifth-ranked Georgia over Vanderbilt 45-14. 12th-ranked Auburn secure of Ole Miss today, 44-23. Other final scores, we see Tulane, winners over Tulsa, 62-28. Temple beat East Carolina today, 34-10. Toledo beat Eastern Michigan, 20-15. In the Big Ten, Iowa took care of Illinois, 45-16. Final score, Texas Tech, 65 Kansas, 19. Final score, Virginia, 28. Duke, 21. Final score, Syracuse, 27. And Pittsburgh, 24. Those are the games in progress. Those are the uh, final scores in today from NCAA Division I ranks. Again, Nebraska taking on Wisconsin tonight at 7 o'clock at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. 
Our pregame show is underway now on the breeze, KOIQ 94.5. You're on 1230 KHIS tonight. We've got college volleyball, Nebraska on the road playing at Iowa. The John Cook pregame show begins at 6.30 tonight with a first serve at 7 o'clock. Again, the games from the Great Plains Athletic Conference today. Hastings beating Briarcliff 45-14. Dort upsetting Doan 21-16 and Northwestern over Midland 24-21. The last check, Morningside was leading Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 28 to nothing. That's the fifth quarter. Have yourself a great weekend. You've been listening to the fifth quarter on KHAS Radio. Hastings College football coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.